It's a beautiful night. Sun is back on the show. I'm back. You'll be silenced no more. <laughs> I had to go train over in Bravo, so yeah. <laughs> instead of the blind, they shut my mouth. <laughs> the woman has no voice. <laughs> And welcome back, everyone. It is episode number 24 Ooh. of Thirst and Goal. I always have to have, ask Ben every single week, what week, what episode are we on now? It's not week 24, but episode 24. Exactly six months but, since our first episode. I know. Seriously? No, November yeah. 4th. To uh, May 4th. Wow. Uh, may the 4th be with you. Ah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I like that. that yeah. was pretty good. Well, that's okay. the Star it's Wars thing. It's not a biannual. Is it biannual? Biennial? A lot of Star Wars fans will know what that is. I'm not a big <laughs> Star Wars fan. I don't know. <gasps> we just lost half I, our... <laughs> I don't yeah, think... we just lost half the audience. <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm not a fan. I'm just not a fanatic. Okay. It's good. I get you. I heard there's series. one coming out soon. I guess they're yeah. coming out weekly now. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not the Avengers. Everybody has a backstory. It's not the Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, huh? Ant Man. The prequel to the prequel. Tonic and Club Soda Man. <laughs> Are they going to do the same thing with Got? They, they will have the prequel. Uh, they're going to have the prequel. They're already going to have the prequel to the prequel, and then they might. They might. Maybe they'll have um, you know far into the future the postquel. <laughs> oh, like when the uh, Targaryens were in charge. Uh, I think it's even before that. Oh, before that. Yeah, yeah. when dinosaurs roamed the. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when there were dragons everywhere. Yeah, that's what it <gasps> I was. Supposedly, I watch that. Yeah, dragons rule. <laughs> All right, so how's everybody doing tonight? We're doing. I'm doing great. Hey, Ben, how's Sonia's voice looking there? Yeah. Am I back? It appears to be coming through quite well. Yeah. Uh, no promises. But yeah. <laughs> so, so let me let me. Sonia ask. was silenced last week. We apologize. I know. We are so for sorry. For the audio issues. So, so let me ask you this. Did we get more listeners? Less. Many, many less. <laughs> In fact, we only had one listener uh, last week, and they listened only so that they could leave a comment saying, I won't listen unless I hear Sonya. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. All the Sonya fans, right. all the Sonya fans tuned right. out. Right, right. Hey, I mean, you know, I got I got, a, I got a tweet when I was in Vegas, and uh, there was something about the, no, the Frank Clark trade went through, and a, a listener tweeted me uh, saying, I won't tell Sonya if you don't. <laughs> When trade, when uh, so people are paying attention to you, and they they know you uh, better than you think. Yeah, so you're known they, world. I am wide. Apparently, I am because you know Sonia pronounced. <laughs> Sonia pronounced Sonia. Uh, so what's everybody drinking tonight? We are a football, booze, and culture podcast. So. What does everybody have on the table, Frane? You know what, Ben? Uh, this is probably not a good idea since we're going to have our rye. Taste test later. I'm yes. drinking a bourbon right now. I'm drinking the Elijah Craig, mm-hmm. my number one finisher from the bourbon taste test. So uh, hopefully it doesn't mess up my palate when I start drinking the rye later. Yep. I doubt that it will. You're, you have a very sophisticated palate when oh. it comes to the bourbons, the, the rye, and the whiskeys. The most sophisticated, yes. Uh, <laughs> and Sonia, I actually have a height. Uh, ready to go for you. So yeah, no, no, as soon no. as we take our first break, we will grab that for you. Uh, but what are you drinking right now? I am I am drinking the winner of our water uh, <laughs> <laughs> challenge. Tap water it was. Yes, it is. The and metal about, is still there. What about you, Ben? L-A-D-W-P, and I am drinking, I'm continuing to drink the Drum Shambo Irish Gunpowder Gin. Because I want the uh, bottle. From a, <laughs> a, I'm not drinking it fast enough for Sonia, or slow enough as the case may be. Beautiful bottle. Uh, but it's, it's, a, beautiful it's a beautiful bottle. bottle, a beautiful gin. I'm drinking it with uh, some actual lime juice that I have to... <laughs> did not have any limes tonight. So I have... Uh, it's a Sprite. 
and tonic and gin. I have a little lemon, a little lime, and the gin and tonic. Uh, so, Franny, what are we going to talk about tonight? Well, Ben, uh, we have some new listeners, we as do. we always do. Uh, so we're going to make a shout-out to them. We have some NFL news. Uh, we have our shot, our signature shot of the week. Uh, we have our tag team news. Uh, we have tag team free agents as well. Uh, we're going to have a rye taste test. I'm always so excited. We're oh, all excited. We're so much fun that. to do these taste tests. Um, you know, obviously it doesn't come through on the podcast because it would be a six hour podcast <laughs> if we did that. And they're long enough as they are. But, you know, we'll have videos on Twitter and on uh, Instagram. And uh, so, yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we have our beer taste uh, of the week, our signature beer of the week, or our beer of the week, which is a German beer for our German listeners. Yes, thank you so much. Uh, we have our shout-outs to some uh, other podcast podcasts. Friends, yes. yes, our podcast friends. We have our message, our weekly message that Ben likes to send out. I'm going to pawn that off on Sonia, I think. <laughs> Oh, and uh, we're going to revisit our uh, Total Wins Challenge. Yes, we're yes. going to explain more about that. We have our top five, which this time around will be our top five Game of Thrones characters, at least the surviving characters. Which as, of everyone. as of now. As of now. We have our free form. I don't know, you know whatever anybody wants to throw out there, any new news that you've heard. Uh, we have, uh, we're going to talk about Game of Thrones, episode three of season eight, which I thought was amazing. Uh, we're gonna have Sonia, do you have a quiz? I do. Sonia has a quiz. All right. I didn't even know you worked <laughs> on it. That's great. So Sonia has a quiz. Uh, we have our mailbag. Our mailbag announcement. We're compiling questions to be answered on a show, a future show. And uh, we'll that, close would, up, yeah. that would be all. And, and hopefully we won't run for three hours. No, we won't. We won't. <laughs> and hopefully Sonia will run... Uh, for the entirety of the episode. Let's, That's our plan so anyway. We'll save multiple times. Yes, we will. The little paper clip will pump, pop up on your screen. Like, Do you want to save now? Do you I, miss, save now? I miss Clippy. Aww. I can't I believe the they got rid of Clippy. All right, Friday. What's first up on the big board? It is our shout out to our, to new, our new listeners, Ben. All right. I, uh, in the interest of time, I have shrunk this down by number, by country, so I apologize to all of you. I like uh, you trying to announce. I know. Yes. Everyone gets the, a kick out locations. of butchering names of cities from around the world. Uh, we have 10, count them, 10 new listeners from the beautiful country of India, mm-hmm. four new listeners and recurring listeners from the beautiful country of Poland. We have another new listener from way down under where the toilets flush in the opposite direction. I don't think Aust- that's true. <laughs> it isn't true. <laughs> it is not true, in fact. <laughs> uh, we have a li- new listener from Australia. We have two new listeners from Russia. Thank you so much. A new listener from Vietnam. Two, two, count them, two new listeners from South Korea. That's awesome. And in honor of our beer of the week this week, we have two new listeners from Deutschland, <laughs> Germany. Did I butcher that? Deutschland? Was I close? Deutschland? Yeah, that's pretty good. I was close. Uh, we have, I don't know if it's our first listener, but we have a new listener from Slovakia. Slovakia is on the board. In Eastern Europe. And then we have some new listeners from the United States, new listeners from Cupertino, California, Boise, Idaho, Springfield, Ohio, and here you go, Sonia, another, yeah, count it, another new listener from Seattle, Washington. Yes. yes! We have a Cowboys fan in the house, a new listener from Dallas, Texas, a listener from Doreen, Victoria, California, 
A listener from my home state of New York in Mineola, down by the city. Mineola, New York. New listener from Tallahassee, Florida. Go Gators. A new listener from Owasso, Michigan. And a listener from Silicon Valley in Fresno, California. Thank you all so much, our recurring listeners, our subscribers, and our new listeners. We truly truly appreciate it yes we do thank you very much for listening and uh ben on the big board we have the nfl news but should we share the message that sonya received oh my we god should, we should probably oh lead with this we should yes. oh my probably god. you're gonna make me cry this. again yeah. are we do we have the audio queued up give us some background on oh, what we have going on here Friday. well we have a message for sonya from <laughs> none other than tyler <laughs> Lock it. <laughs> and Sonia was pretty excited. Me and me and Ben actually surprised her today with the message. She had no idea. I got this message on Tuesday and it was really difficult to keep it a secret. But finally we were able to surprise you and I'm excited that you're excited, oh Sonia. I cried. Sonia was in tears. <laughs> and so um the way I went about, you know, getting this message is uh there's a website called uh it's cameo dot com. I don't know if there might there probably is an app. I just went straight to their website and uh um, my whole idea behind it was actually just finding um, a B-list actor, a C-list <laughs> actor, because that's mostly what you'll find on Cameo. It's a website uh, where you can send instructions to one of those actors or athletes. Um, if, if you want to wish somebody a happy birthday or happy anniversary or anything like that, you can find an actor or actress that's um, that's known. I mean, they're not well-known. It's not Leonardo DiCaprio on, <laughs> on there. But um, surprisingly... Tyler Lockett was on there. Oh my god! And uh, you know, there's a there's a couple other Seahawks players that I've never heard of, but Tyler Lockett was on there. And uh, you just you pay a fee, you give them instructions, and they send that person a message. Well, they send it to you, and you can send it to that person. And uh, so this is the message. <laughs> Here we go, Sonia. How shocked were you that I was able to keep this a secret, but from Tuesday until tonight, with as big a mouth as I've got? Wait, 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 wait. Last Tuesday or this week's Tuesday? This week's Tuesday. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was, I mean, it, that's hard for me. Yeah. Ben has a giving me yeah. information is not, you know, <laughs> Ben's not good at yeah. keeping secrets. I'm worse than the Trump campaign when it comes to <laughs> getting information. <laughs> well, Very shocked. You, you, you did a good job this week, Ben. <laughs> well, it was because it was for Sonya. Otherwise, yeah. I would have probably opened my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, ready? Oh, ready. Yeah. All right. Let's see how oh this comes God. through the mic. <laughs> Hang on. What's up, Sonya? How you doing? It's Tyler Lockett from the Seattle Seahawks. First off, I hope that this year has been a tremendous year for you. And if it hasn't, I believe that it's going to turn around for you right now because this is going to be a special rest of the year for you. I want to let you know this. You can believe in us. We got it. Don't worry (laughs) about it. We're going to do good against the Eagles. We're going to do good against the Steelers. I know that some other people might be fans of them, but listen, all you got to do is believe in us. We're going to take care of business because that's what we do. That's what we have to do. There is no other way. There is win or go home. Now, I also want to tell you this. I'm going to try to get Russell to call you on your 50th birthday. Don't know if it's going to happen or not. Obviously, he has a lot of things that he has to do, but I will try. I will try. Oh, my God. All right, Sonya. See you later. He said my name. All right, Sonya. What do you think? I can't. (laughs) That was so awesome. I know I'm one in a million, man. I mean, he's probably leaving a couple of messages for everybody, but it was it was really really cool. And I think what was really special is that you guys, you know, you did this for me. So I I I really 
I'm gonna cry. Here well, I am. that's I'm that's a... that's the reaction that me and Ben wanted. Yes, that is exactly what. <laughs> I... Did you think I was gonna no, do? No, but I, I, exactly I, I, what we were hoping. I, I was I was surprised that he was on there, and uh, what a great guy to uh, uh, leave a message absolutely. like that. Um, you know, I left instructions for him. I wasn't sure if he was gonna do it or not, but he did, and he did an excellent job. Uh, he's not endorsed with the podcast no, in no, any no, way. No, no. This is all cameo. Yep. Um, so, I mean, anybody out there that's listening, if you want to surprise a friend or a girlfriend or a, uh, you know, wife or a husband or whoever, um, you know, Tyler Lockett's probably one of the, the bigger names on there. The other people that are on there are, you know, yeah. people that you know, but might be Coleman's D-list. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. And he, and he, you know, he just, he seems like he's a, a genuine good yeah. person. He yeah. seems like a really good dude. Yeah, he that does. That's awesome. I, I, he has a good reputation at league and I can definitely see why. Yeah. What I, a good, good, and the, the good comment, dude for doing that. Absolutely. And the comment about Russell Wilson, those of you who have listened to our podcast in the past, <laughs> know that we are going to pull out all the stops somehow, some way, uh, to get Russell Wilson to call Sonya, even if it's only for a few seconds, to wish her a happy birthday <laughs> next year on the Big Five O. Uh So we have, you know, give or take, we've got about 10 more months uh, to work on this. Uh, we appreciate any help that Tyler Lockett can give us, <laughs> although we understand uh, if he's not able to come through on that one, that's a pretty big ask. Um, but hopefully they'll be celebrating their second Super Bowl win if for some reason the Steelers don't win the Super Bowl. Uh, and he'll be in such good spirits that he will be uh, celebrating still well into March and will be able to give us a call. Yeah, but uh, thank you, Tyler Lockett, that was freaking awesome of you. It was, yeah. You you absolutely. definitely made Sonya's day. And Sonya, it gives you the option to send a video back to him thanking I him. I will. It'd be awesome <laughs> if he receives it. Who knows where it goes exactly. But we'll have you record one eventually and, and send it back to him. Yes. So oh, that will sure. be forthcoming. Yeah. <laughs> Sonya, any uh, last words no, about? No, it was, it was phenomenal. I mean, I, I, I know it's a gig, whatever, but it was so special to me that it's almost like, you know, you're shaking the hands of... Of, of you know a famous person that you you just love or or uh, are inspired by and and you never want to wash your hand again <laughs> i mean this phone is never gonna get erased yeah i mean small receiver but one of the one of well, the speedster, most though. one of the biggest deep threats in the league by far i mean he is very very scary to defenses uh especially with russell wilson throwing the deep ball uh so he's made a great career uh, I don't know if he was undrafted, but he was drafted pretty low. Uh, so he's made himself a really great career, and he deserves everything that he gets and all the accolades that come his way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. That was, uh, yeah. yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> Makeup all over my face. Yeah. All yeah, Nobody can see you right now, you won't be getting I'll take a, a picture. Tyler Lockett, you won't be getting a message tonight. I don't think Sonia is. Uh, she'll <laughs> she's <laughs> she's get, been crying. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll get that to you probably in the next week or so. So thank you so much. Yeah, that was so awesome. And what's next up on the big board, Friday? Next up on the big board, Ben, we're going to talk about some NFL news. Yeah, we just, uh, you know, a little follow-up on the draft from last week. Um, there was a little bit more drama in Giants land, which I'm sure makes Frane very, very happy. Uh, Dave Gettleman just can't seem to stop putting his foot in his mouth. So this week he essentially said that the reason that he took Daniel Jones at six is because he knew for a fact that there were two teams between the sixth pick and the 17th pick that were going to, in fact, take Daniel Jones. A poll of those teams revealed that no <laughs> one had him in his in their sights. And in fact, the President of the Washington Redskins essentially came out and said, 
I don't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> I'm almost positive Dave has no clue what our draft board would be. I don't know which draft boards he knows, but he sure as hell doesn't know ours. Uh, so Dave Gettleman just can't seem to, uh, you know, just get himself on an even footing with the Giants. Uh, although there is some, you know, this week it came out that the people, uh, there were teams that had Jones higher on their draft boards than folks, folks suspected. Uh, but, Franny, what do you think about Gettleman just making shit up rather than just saying this is our guy and we want him? I think that's what he should have said, but I just love the dysfunction uh, in New York right now. I'm happy with their pick. Um, I, he was drafted way too high. I don't think anybody had them on on their board until maybe the second or third round, really. I mean, because he's, he's that type of talent where you pick up later in the draft, not the sixth overall pick. I mean, there were so many better players that they could have chosen, and I'm excited. I'm happy that they did choose him. Yeah, I think I was looking at the stats today. He lost his last, I think his last ACC game, he lost like 52-7 to against Wake Forest. Oh, he had a lot of, I mean, <laughs> I mean he had Wake so Forest. many terrible performances. Oh, I, I don't so. know what they saw in him, but um, whatever they saw, I'm glad that they saw it and they, and they chose him. So, Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Sonia, any thoughts on the dysfunction in Giant Land? There's dysfunction everywhere. No, the Giants, the Giants need to get it together. No, they don't. Uh, no, they don't. They don't. Not for, not for Franz's sake. They don't have to. Yeah. yeah. Neither do the Skins or the uh, yeah, I know. I Cowboys. Know. I know. <laughs> well, the East may be back next year. All right. Anything else on Gettleman? No. No. All right. We had another little bit of interesting news out of Tampa. Tampa coach Brian Flores has made it clear that Josh Rosen is going to have to compete for the starting job with the perennial underachieving, underachieving Ryan Fitzpatrick. He has not yet earned the starting Tampa job. Tampa Bay or Miami? Tampa. Oh, sorry, Miami, <laughs> Miami, Miami. My fault, my fault, Miami. Uh, which I just, when I read that, I thought, how could you? I mean, the guy's sort of been in a weird situation where, you know, Arizona drafts him and then sort of kicks him to the curb. The year oh, after that, they've got Fitzpatrick, who at best can give you three or four or five Great games a year and 11 to 10 crappy garbage games yeah. a year. That's why he's been on eight teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, I don't know why he wouldn't just that's, announce. That's his cycle. He has four or five good games. Everyone gets excited. Then he has four or five bad games. Then they put in the backup. Then that guy plays terrible. Then Fitzpatrick comes back in, yeah. plays four or five good games. <laughs> then he plays four or five bad games. He put the backup in. You know, he plays a couple of good games and he gets drafted by another, or, or picked up by another team the following year because they think he's good. Yeah, I mean, it's not like it's not like Miami is on the playoff cusp, right? I mean, I just don't know why you wouldn't announce Rosen as your starter from the get-go. Uh, give the guy more confidence. Yeah. Uh, give the guy, you know, a vote of that. You know, that you believe in him. Uh, I just think it's idiotic that Ryan Fitzpatrick would compete have to you know would would be a competitor against anybody drafted in the top twenty, thirty in a draft. Why they take him? Why they take Ryan? Oh well, they just signed him because they they needed a quarterback this year. That they let Tannehill go, and they needed someone as a gap filler. You know, everyone expected that they would tank to try to get a high draft pick next year with some of the quarterbacks that are coming out next year. Um, I, I don't ever believe that teams intentionally try to Jeez. tank. I think that's something that makes good copy in newspapers and on television. But I don't think teams actually go out and, and actively try to tank. I just think it was silly. I mean, you should just announce that Rosen is a starter and move on. Yeah, I, I, and you know, it's yeah, it doesn't make any 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 sense. Talk like, about morale. Yeah, right. I mean, poor guy was kicked out after one year. He was unwelcome. on a terrible team. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure if he's put in the right situation, um, he can perform well. Uh, I don't think he's as good as Ben might think he is. <laughs> I like Rosen, but uh, you know, I, I think he could be better than Tannehill. 
Um, I don't know how much better, but uh, you know, if he has an offensive line around him that can actually protect him, um, just as any quarterback in the league, they would be able to succeed. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Sonny, any thoughts on poor Josh Rosen getting beaten down after getting beaten down? Well, I mean, it's not. I, I know how you feel about Fitzpatrick, but I mean, it's not just Rosen. It's him as well. It's Fitzpatrick as well because Arizona sort of punted him away over to Miami. Miami already had a quarterback with Fitzpatrick. Now Fitzpatrick's sitting here staring staring at Rosen, and he's like, what the hell am I going to do here? I think the same thing's going to happen over in Denver, right? Oh, no, I think Flacco's... I think he's going to start Flacco's going to start for now. I think he's going to start for now, yeah, definitely. But how threatening it is. I mean, talk about... I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, he's both, gonna... both Flacco and... Uh, Fitzpatrick are older quarterbacks. Obviously, Flacco has has had more success in the league. Um, but uh, you know, if, if you said if you, if if the coach came out and said Josh Rosen was the starter, I don't think Fitzpatrick would really have a problem with that, since he has basically been a career backup who has lucked into being a starter at times. Oh, Whereas Flacco sad. has been a starter his entire career, but also he's getting older too. Yeah, I mean, it's similar. I mean, Flacco actually came out and said something kind of, I mean, he essentially said, why would you draft a quarterback? Why wouldn't you go out and get me some more help on offense if it's something you, you know, if you really want to try and win? Right. I, I, I think that's kind of, I mean, you're Joe Flacco, for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you won a Super Bowl I mean, behind yeah. one of the best defenses in the I history of the league. I think we talked about his stats, and he doesn't have amazing stats. No, I mean, you're Joe Flacco. I mean, if know. Joe Montana, you know, when he's with the Chiefs, says, I wish he'd go out and get some more help for me on offense, you know, rather than drafting my backup. I get it. Yeah. But you're Joe Flacco. Yeah. You know, Trent Dilford shouldn't be calling <laughs> making the calls up for the draft any more than Joe Flacco should. Uh, I agree. Yeah, Sonia, any thoughts on Miami Dolphins? Although, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully <laughs> our good friend and cousin in Croatia is happy about that. Oh, man, yeah. He, he texted me. Did he me. text you about it? I he was wondering about that. He texted me with the emoji with the heart eyes. I'm like, you're you're already right, in love he likes with Josh Rosen. Rosen. Really? Well, tell him I can. That's, that's how terrible it's been in Miami, where Rosen comes there and you have heart eyes emoji. What if they what if they beat what if they beat that's New England funny. twice this year? They'll probably beat them once. They, I mean, they usually beat them once. I mean, they usually go one and one against you know, and it's usually some miraculous type of win like this. Past yeah, they had season. a great yeah. win this year. Yeah. But uh, you know they're, they're, they might go one and one against the Patriots, but you know that that'll make their record you know six and ten. <laughs> but with Rosen, I mean, they might be able to beat the Jets. You know, again, I mean, they might be able to, to sweep the Jets. It's possible. I mean, Rosen. I think Rosen is going to be. They could beat the a Jets. decent quarterback with good coaching and a decent offensive line. They could beat the Bills. You know, but uh, I mean that that that's the Patriots division still. So all right, all right, Patriots. And all right, all right. All right, Sonia, next up on the uh, NFL news, uh, Tyreek Hill. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, they reopened the investigation. We talked about that last week. Uh, came out this week that uh, while Tyreek Hill's fiance was at their home and he was staying in a hotel, uh, he made a call to the authorities, essentially alerting them that the child was unattended. His pregnant fiance was passed out on the floor and the child was wandering around the house on his own, uh, smoking cigars and drinking cognac. <laughs> oh, <come laughs> I actually don't know what the child was doing. But subsequent to that, the child was it removed. It was bourbon. <laughs> bourbon. Right. He was doing a bourbon ride taste test. Um, so, you know, after the, you know, the audio where essentially Tyreek Hill admits to beating the kid, punching the kid, hitting him with a bell, or beating him with a belt. MMA? Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, there's been a lot of chatter this week about what the league... 
uh, should do. They haven't taken any action on it. This week, it seems to be a recurring theme, you know, year after year with one or two players. Uh, and I just I'm wondering if the league, you know, in this instance, is going to take some action and suspend him or ban him. Um, but really, uh, what I wanted to ask you guys is is if the league is going to take some kind of minor action, you know, an eight game suspension, a, a one season suspension, does it really make any sense for the Chiefs to cut ties with him? just to see him end up on another team next year. Mm-hmm. Well, we've seen it happen already. I mean, with Kareem Hunt, um, I, don't, I don't know how much evidence they have, like actual video evidence. Um, with with Kareem Hunt, there was definitely evidence. We, we, we saw what happened uh, at the hotel. Um, but uh, with Tyreek Hill, I, I don't know what you can do with the guy. I mean, it's, it's um, you know, with, with just phone calls and... and well, yeah. Some video, but of his wife. I mean, I, I, I don't think there's any evidence that he he broke his child's arm, or was there any sort of? No, and he denies it on the audio. Yeah, uh, you know, he did not. He essentially denies breaking the arm on the audio, uh, but he does essentially admit to to doing you know something equivalent to what yeah. uh, Adrian Peterson admitted to with his child, and that got Peterson suspended. I don't know for a season. Bulk bulk of a season. I, I don't, yeah, I don't remember exactly, but he, he you know they they did take some action against him. But uh, Sonia, what do you think? I, I don't know on this one. I really don't. I mean, that, I don't know. Yeah, if you listen to the, I mean, if you listen to the audio of the recording going through the airport, it'd be hard to suspend him indefinitely. It'd be hard to kick him out of the league for that. Yeah. Uh, not ideal. Not what I would want my son to be saying or my daughter to be saying. But there wasn't enough evidence, I don't think, on that audio tape. Yeah. Uh, and, and unless the police have something more, and then... it seems like every year. You have him on your fantasy team, Ben. I know. Well, I can't help it. I mean, the numbers are huge. Yeah, the numbers are huge. And to lose another player yeah, I'm, like that? I'm, I'm, I'm the Andy Reid of uh, fantasy owners. Come one, come all. I'm picking up Cream Hunt. No, but, uh, <laughs> I'm taking the Night King on my fantasy team. I don't care. Cersei. I'll take Cersei. I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, don't, I just don't think there's enough evidence right now to do anything about it. I agree. Yeah. I agree. There, there's, there's no uh, video evidence like there was in the uh, Orchids of Asia. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I, don't, I still don't want to watch that. But they have it. They've watched it. Uh, but in, it's in, in, in Tyreek, it's on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, it's there. Yeah, I, I think you can watch it. Not that I'm, you know, beating down anyone's door to watch that videotape. Uh, but They're yeah, not showing anything. Well, the funny thing is, yeah, today when I heard, when I heard that whatever it was, Country House got disqualify from the Kentucky Derby, oh. I immediately suspected that Bob Kraft owned one of the two horses <laughs> oh. that challenged the race. I'm like, it's got to be a Kraft horse. It's got to be. Um, and here's Crafty coming down the inside. <laughs> Bob Kraft owned, what, what's, it, what's the one that won the, uh, the, oh no, Country House won. It was, uh, the, the name of the horse that escapes me that was disqualified earlier today. But that was uh, an interesting race. Did you guys watch the race? I did not know. I feel, I feel bad for the horses, man. I don't know. I mean, especially after all the the horse deaths that we had over here yeah, yeah. at um it was it Santa Anita or, or one of the parks out here was it Hollywood uh, was it Santa Anita, Santa Anita yeah. there's a couple of them yeah, that died there was quite yeah. a few it was like 20 maximum security maximum or something security, like that yeah, yeah. well that's, that's hilarious <laughs> it was i mean it was unintentional but i guess there <laughs> were two hilarious. i reached out to you know one of the one of the bourbon podcasts down in um down in Kentucky i guess they're a few miles away from the track uh, i didn't i didn't think it was that serious but i guess for, for by horse racing standards uh, the two sort of blocks. Uh, I don't know whether it was on turn two and four or three and 
one. I have no idea. Uh, but apparently it was it was something that would warrant a disqualification. It's just too bad to see that happen after watching. Mm-hmm. I think it was last year we watched the Triple Crown. It was pretty cool. And that was pretty freaking cool. Um, so, Did the horse have any comments after the race? <laughs> the horse said oats. They put peanut butter in his mouth. And... <laughs> they they, I want, they I want stripped oats? him of his rose um, uh, whatever. The, sucks for the horse. You know that thing that they throw around the, the horse's mane? When oh, they win, the, flower, yeah. the flowers the they took it off. Of him. Oh. I felt so bad. Well, the horse doesn't know. I mean, the horse is just like now I get to go make other horses. That's like to, my career now. Is making to, other uh, small horses. Go to the Elmer glue factory. No, <laughs> no, maybe not. But still, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, I, it was an interesting. It was an interesting race. Uh, you know, Sonia uh, texted me about it, and I had to immediately go and watch the race. Um, <laughs> a whole two minutes. The whole two. Well, it's a fun race to watch. It is. I mean, it's a big event. Apparently, it's, cool. it's a pretty cool event to go Millions to. Millions of dollars. Uh, um, so there you go. I had a whole bunch of emails from Bookmaker, <laughs> like for the odds that are in. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. Sixty-five to one. one. Wow, one. sixty-five to one payout for a dollar ticket was like fifty grand. Or we, something we should have like had the call up. I mean, it would only last like what two minutes, so yeah, it's queued up. But next time, oh, the call for the race, yeah, for the race. <laughs> oh, it was after. It was uh, about ten minutes after the race that oh, they okay. disqualified the, uh, the horse. Uh, so next up, we have some notable free agents. Uh, just wondering if you two are interested in signing any of these wonderful free agents that are still on the market. Jay Ajayi is still out there. He has not been signed. Um, so what do you guys think about that? You think uh, Jay Ajayi is worth uh, you know, a, film, a few million dollars? And you have any suspicions on who might sign Jay Ajayi? Uh, I wouldn't mind if the Eagles uh, picked up their 10th uh, running back. <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, you know, he, 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 he did win a... Yeah, I know, right? I mean... He picked up a running back in the draft. And, yeah. then, they, and who's their... I mean, yeah. And they signed Doug Martin again. The Raiders did, I think. Mm-hmm. He's you know off to, on again, off again relationship <laughs> with Doug Martin. Yeah, I don't know, but I feel bad for JJ. I, um, I you know he's a good running back. I just don't know how his knees are holding up, especially after uh, you know the ACL tear. And I mean his knees were already bad to begin with, supposedly. So uh, we'll, we'll see where he goes. But hopefully, he finds a home and he's um, he's able to get back to his ways. I mean he was he was a, he was a, he's yeah, a fun he was a good back. He's a fun running back to watch. Yeah, I mean and he's he's fun. He's got speed and he's got power. Interesting running style too. Yeah. And he, I mean, he's got a. It's more of a finesse type of style, I think. Yeah, it's just funny the way he kicks out his ankles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, yeah it's 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 really odd to watch him run. But uh, yeah, he's a strong runner. We'll see where he goes. Yeah, we're I have on, no idea. Word on the street is he may end up in Oakland. But, Maybe the Steelers, Ben. You know, we don't have to play him this year. Steelers. So, uh, we we got three running backs. That's like that's like the max for the Steelers. <laughs> three running, three, <laughs> three halfbacks and a fullback. That's about the max for the Steelers. That's all most you're ever going to see. We're not the Eagles for crying out loud. <laughs> um, next up, we got Michael Crabtree still out there. Uh huh. That's an interesting guy to sign. I think he's old, right? He's older, but he's yeah, a you know he's a quality bat. He's a quality uh, receiver. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think he know, does uh, some. He seems like um, he seems like somebody Denver would pick up. Yeah, actually, yeah. that's one of the uh, one of the places that he's rumored to end up: uh, uh, Denver or Arizona. Yeah, I mean, like the Demarius Thomas signing and losing him, and yeah, that was well. He had the car accident and everything, and he has his own issues. But uh, he seems like a guy that would go to Denver for some reason. Yeah, we got a, a linebacker, Ziggy Ansa is still out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, any teams that are looking for defensive help? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Nick Perry is out there. Uh, you know, any team looking for a pass rusher? Uh, Where's he end from? Up, I think he was with the Packers. He had a he had a big deal with the Packers, and he didn't live up to the hype in Green Bay. But any team that's looking for 
some pass rushing help Steelers. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, there is some some talk that he wow. could end up with the Seahawks because you're you're some still looking for there. an edge rusher out there. Uh, we have everyone's favorite player, a Demican. I'm not even going to try. Who is this player that is no, still no, no, a free I agent? No, no, I want to hear you say it, Ben. Uh, and Dominican Sue. Oh, you said it right. All okay. right, I got it right that time. Sue. Because it was Sue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's still, uh, that shocked me that he's still out there. Because remember when he, he was a free agent, when he, when he was, uh, when his contract was up, I mean, there were teams fighting over him, and now it's like. Uh, How much does he want? I don't know if they want uh, that locker room presence. Is that what it you is? Know, I, I, I think so. Was he a so. bad boy? I, He's nah, one of those guys. I mean, I wouldn't mind f- him. I, I wouldn't mind him on the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, he's not don't the fr- me wrong. Apparently, he's not the friendliest character. Yeah. Uh, huh. But he had a big, I mean, it was a one-year deal, but he got paid, I think, 14 or 15 yeah, million. He went to year. Miami. Didn't really impress in Miami too much. I mean, he played well. And he, he hurts went to, people, though. He went to uh, L.A. And in and, and L.A., I mean, the, the latter part of the season, he did play well. Yeah. But uh, He finished yeah. up strong. Yeah, he did finish the season strong. Um, he was in the Rams, right? He, he knew that his contract was coming up, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and a lot of these guys are going to be signed next. I think this they will uh, get signed. I'm sure he'll get yeah. picked up somewhere, but I'm not sure, you know, how large his contract will be. Or it might yeah. be a one year deal, deal or something. I think it's March seventh. I think if you sign him after March seventh, it doesn't count against you uh, in the compensatory pick formula. You're picking up somebody else's free agent, so you have to uh, potentially sacrifice a compensatory pick. Uh, one of the people I had on my list, the Eagles signed this week, uh, but there's aren't really that many. Folks left. Trey Boston is still out there. Uh, he was with the Cardinals last year. Um, you know, every team out there can use a safety. Eagles. Um, it'd be nice to have you know a quality safety. So I think Boston will get picked up after the seventh. And Eric Berry is still out there. I think he was at the Chiefs last year, if I, I so, yeah. uh, recall correctly. They lost him and they lost um, D Ford. But, you know, there is some defense out there that, that uh, I think the Steelers should target. I wouldn't mind uh, targeting Barry or Boston. I mean, we're a little weak in the safety. You know, we have uh, Emmons coming back, but we're still a little bit the weak. The triple Bs, you know. I would like a little <laughs> bit more help at safety. You know, that would be something that I would be interested in if I were the Steelers. Any thoughts on the free agent, Sonia? No, I, unfortunately, and it's bad on me, I didn't recognize many of the names <laughs> no i mean, it, I mean I, it just sucks so 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 sucked all right franny what's next up on the big board next up on the big board it is one of my favorite segments <laughs> <laughs> mine too it is our shot of the week dubbed the white walker yes. shot and uh, Ben, I know you have a lead-in for this, and I love this lead-in. All right, hold tight, everybody. It's Saturday night, and you know what that means. It's showtime. Fran has got some bottles. Fran has got some juice. Fran has got is on the loose. 50 proof, 80 proof, 100 proof more. There's no limit to the potion to explore. It's Franny's shot. It's Franny's shot. It's Saturday night. And it's Franny's shot. He mixes, he measures, he carefully pours. Franny's a 
goddamn mixology mentor. It's Friday's shot. It's Friday's shot. Oh man, how many weeks in a row have we played that and it never gets old? It never gets old to me. <laughs> I think it was old to Sonia the first time we played yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know how old it gets to our listeners, but I love that lead-in band. Is that All the, the shortened work. version? Or? That's the shortened version. That's, yeah, the, there was a longer version. Yeah, there was of that. a ten-minute version. <laughs> there was a longer version of that. <laughs> it kept on going, um, <laughs> but yeah, to know tonight's shot is the White Walker shot. Uh, spoiler alert! Spoiler alerts uh, for listeners uh, that have not watched episode three. If you haven't watched episode three, you definitely should. Uh, this is in honor of the battle for Winterfell. It was the dead versus the living, and um, there's the music, Ben. All right, there's what's in the, this shot, Franny? In, in this shot, Ben, we have uh, vanilla ice cream infused with vodka it was whipped cream vodka so it adds a little more more sweetness to it yes uh with the blue curacao and the rim which looks very icy is um i don't know it's some kind of a crystally sugar but it looks pretty freaking awesome and it tastes delicious if you just lick the rim of the cup or of the the shot glass so let's give this a shot guys let's do it i'm so excited yeah i know cheers guys cheers mm. Cheers. Oh, my God, there's a lot of sugar. <laughs> you can never have too much sugar until you have the sugar. It's hard to. All right, here we go. Mine's, mine's not going down. We probably should have drank this earlier. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Are you okay? Wow. Oh you God. need a serious head tilt to get that thing down. I just yeah. had a I think I, fall into my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I need to go to the chiropractor just to get that shot down. Yeah, you definitely need a 90-degree <laughs> neck angle to get that down. Ben's got sugar all over uh, it. I know. Well, I, as soon as I realized it wasn't going to get out, uh, you yeah. know, at a 45-degree at angle, I went ni- I went full 90 on that one. Uh, it kind of spilled out Oh my, my God. face. Oh, that was Because awesome. we didn't drink these right away. We took the pictures right away on Instagram and on Twitter. They're really nice-looking shots. Oh, with yeah. The, Everyone, you can check that out on Instagram With the and Night Twitter. King. Raising his arms. Mm, it's it. a good shot, though. Holy I shit. I mean, it, the, you know, the vodka good. gives it a kick. Wow, that's uh, good. And there's a lot wow. of sweetness. Mm-hmm. There's that orangey sort of flavor, the finish with the blue curacao. Mm. Oh, man. Oh, wow, that's good. That was good, but uh, probably drink those right away. <laughs> if, if you do make those, drink yeah, it right away. Yeah, don't go into a photo dessert. shoot with them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, I mean, Franny puts these together every week. Yes, Sonia, what do you think? Ben has an icicle it. hanging from his nose right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, come for me, Night King. I dare you. Oh, that was so good. That was really good. That was so really good. good. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, so far, Franny has put together the Bloody Arrow, the Beast Mode, the Bird Shit, the Black Monday, the Drogon, our first Game of Thrones shot, the ABC shot, the Cover the Spread shot, the OBJ trading spaces shot for Beckham to the Browns, the 50 minus one shot for. Sonia's birthday. The ah. penalty flag, the Yo Soy Fiesta, otherwise known as the injured reserve shot for Rob Gronkowski. The wildfire shot, our second Game of Thrones shot. Uh, oh, that was good. In honor of Easter, we had the thumper. Uh, last week, we had the Pixies are in. And this week, we had the White Walker. Franny outdid himself this week. That was exceptional. Once that you get really it down, good. all the flavors. <laughs> <Everyone clump. laughs> Well, yeah. all the flavors, I think, mixed well in your mouth. 
They, and once you got yeah. it into your mouth, they That's all mixed well in your <laughs> mouth. What are you talking about right now, Ben? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. I was like, at first I only tasted liquid, and then when the ice cream came down and the whipped cream came down, it really, uh, it yeah, really but, tasted man, good. Pinterest has a lot of shots on there. I'm, I'm inspired by the drinks that they have on Pinterest. Uh, you know, I definitely take a look at that every single week. You I've should become do a, Jello ones. Did you see all those Jello? There's shot a lot of Jello ones? shots. I just like regular, just liquid. I mean, this was almost a Jello shot because you basically had to, um, I don't know, force it uh, down your throat. You gotta get. <laughs> yeah. You gotta. You gotta bend your neck, man. You gotta get your neck completely bent. Uh, all right, <laughs> Friday. No. What? What's next up on the big board? No gag reflex. Ugh. On that one. (laughs) Uh, Well, we have our tag team news, Ben. Uh, You know, we have uh, the Eagles, Seahawks, Steelers news. Yes, yes. We are all fans of one of those teams. Yes, we cover all things NFL, but we all have teams that we root for. Why else would we do this podcast if we didn't like the NFL and have our favorite teams? Uh, So where do you want to start? Seahawks, Eagles, or Steelers. Let's start with the Steelers. I think last week we started uh, with the Seahawks or the Eagles. I can't remember. We'd never start with the Steelers, Ben. Let's start with the Steelers. Well, because Sonia I says I'm, 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 I'm the least selfish person she's ever known. That's what she says regularly. <laughs> <laughs> so I try to faux, you know, to make a faux attempt at uh, not being selfish. Uh, actually, the Steelers don't have. We cut. Uh, I can't remember his name. Bostic, John Bostic. We we. Uh, we did the right thing and let Bostic go this week, inside linebacker, um, you know, so that he can get picked up by another team. There just wasn't a spot for him on the team. Uh, good player, uh, stand-up person, uh, just there really wasn't a spot for him on the team with Manikiewicz playing special teams uh, and uh, picking up Devin Bush. We just didn't really have a spot for him. So we did the right thing and let him let him go. But there was one piece of interesting news. Uh, the Steelers draft pick this year out of a beautiful uh, uh, Kentucky. Benny Snell uh, has decided on his own that he is going to ask for jersey number 26, which is Le'Veon Bell's number. Uh, He essentially said he wants to turn the page. He wants to, you know, start fresh. uh, And uh, he's chosen that number. It's not something that you would see a rookie do, uh, you know, normally. I like the move. I think it shows that he's, uh, you know, his his attitude in his head is much like his running running style on the field, which is straight ahead with force. Uh, so I agree with that move, and that's really all the news there there was for the Steelers this if, week. If you were drafted by a team, which jersey number would you choose? I would say, do you know I'm fifty? <laughs> if if you were a young kid uh, die out there coming out of college and you were drafted to a team which number would you pick i'm just throwing this out there to you guys yeah yeah sonny what do you 25 why? why it's my birthday oh, <laughs> oh yeah. lord in heaven <laughs> actually it's going to be the four it's going to be four because that's today <laughs> and because tyler lockett so sonny would be 425 yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be 425. <laughs> what about you, Ben? Have you ever thought about that? No, but I think I would take number two. Why? In honor of Derek Jeter. 
Oh, my God. That, Are you a yeah. punter, a kicker, or a quarterback? Uh, I, I, yeah. I don't. Th- I think that if I was going to be... That should be our next top five. Uh, which position would you want to come in at? Well, what I, what I want to come in at, uh, but if I was actually going to make an NFL roster, it would definitely, almost certainly be... Ryan Fitzpatrick. It would be as a punter, <laughs> a kicker, or some type of special teams player. I do not believe I would be on the starting roster. Huh. So I would take number two in honor of Derek Jeter because I, I clearly didn't get drafted by a baseball team. Yeah, <laughs> and Franny, what about you? I would go with double zeros. Double zeros. Yeah, double zeros. I don't know. I just said something what about are you that dastardly do right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just I think it would be pretty cool just to be the zero. Yeah, it, it's quite fitting. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, wasn't they... that your fantasy football name? It wasn't actually. No, no. no? Nice oh, TDs. Ah! Nice, nice TDs. Yeah, <laughs> double zeros. Yeah, right. Uh, I don't know. I just something about double zeros. Uh, you know, Robert Parrish had that number. I think it was the only. I don't know how many other basketball players have had that, but in the NFL, I don't, I don't know if there's been any player that has been double zeros. And I would like to be double zeros. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, As, uh, baseball occasionally you'll see a number zero out there, uh, but I don't think I've ever seen it in football. Yeah. Uh, all right. Something different. All right. You want to go to Seahawks or Eagles next? Let's go Eagles. Let's save the best for last for Sonya, right, Sonya? Yeah. yeah, so this week, big news in Eagle Land. The I Eagles. Say it's big news, but. Well, I mean, it's kind of. It's. You sound like it's me news. Now. <laughs> it's news. That's news uh, here on the podcast. Uh, the Eagles picked up the fifth year option on future Hall of Fame quarterback Carson Wentz. Uh, looks like he'll make about $8.5 million. Uh, next year, this is all part of the rookie weight scale that we uh, talked about last week. He's he's already got his signing bonus when he came onto the team, uh, and he'll make uh, about twenty million dollars in twenty twenty. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think it was you know a foregone conclusion, but nonetheless, I mean, it, it even if you know what's going to happen, I think it still feels better when you know for sure that it has in fact occurred. Yeah. So, what do you think about that, Franny? I'm fine with it. Um, you know, I heard his contract talks were in their infancy, um, so I'm sure they're talking about it. Um, so we'll see how this next year plays out if he can stay healthy. Um, you know, but I'm, I'm completely fine with it. You know, I mean, I'd, I hope he doesn't want to sign the richest QB contract um, when it's his time. But uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, that's really up to you know other teams and whether there's you know Vikings out there that's going to pay. You know, Kirk Cousins, some ridiculous amount of money, or whether there's some, you know, the the Washington paid, I don't know who it was, Alex Smith a bunch of money, and Flacco got a bunch of money, and uh, Keenum got a bunch of money, and that just that just drives the the salaries up, up, up. Um, but I think it's a smart move. Lock them up now. Not lock them up, but, you know, do it now. Take care of it now, well in advance of OTAs and minicamp. Uh, I think with, uh, you know, they, they need Wentz to, to, to really – play well next year they need him to be healthy and they need him to play well i know they have yeah. a backup and a backup i think most importantly um, just stay healthy yeah stay i mean healthy. and i think that he will i think this year is the year for when sonia is and shaking her head i don't know that if she has confidence do you have confidence that wentz will be healthy and play well this year i was not shaking my head at that i'm sorry oh was, i'm sorry i was i was slightly distracted with something else over there okay well what do you think of uh, the eagles picking up the fifth year on wentz I think that's fine. I, again, he needs to stay healthy. Okay. He just needs to know how to throw that large body around. I agree. I agree. Uh, okay. Next up for the Eagles, we have a signing Zach 
Brown, linebacker who ranked 29th out of 101 prospective free agents in 2019. They picked him up this week for a lousy $3 million. <laughs> what do you think, Friday? Uh Well, for a starter, yeah, I mean, no, that's jump change. I, I'm not sure if he'll be a starter, but uh, definitely it adds depth um, to the linebacking core. Um, you know, I'm fine with it. Uh, you know, obviously I didn't pay attention to him when he was with the Redskins. Um, you know, it's just not a player that you would watch. I mean, I, usually when a player like that gets signed, uh, I pay attention to what comments are left on Instagram <laughs> and on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, you know, I don't listen to the ESPN analysts and, uh, you know, the Fox Sports or whatever. I, I want to hear what the fans have to say. And just from reading what they have to say, uh, he seems like, uh, you know, middle, middle of the road type of guy. Um, where you know he can fill a position, he's not going to be the top guy on the team. But you know, if he needs to play, you know, however so many snaps a game, you know, let him do so. Because you know the, the the Eagles have been thriving on their depth for the last two to three years. So, yeah, I think it's a smart pickup. I mean, I the, what's the word on Chris Long? Did I get the first name right? Oh, uh, you know what? There was some news um, surrounding him, but uh, I, I I didn't really I didn't really look at that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up on the big board for the tag team news is the beautiful, beautiful <laughs> Seahawks. All right. The Seahawks added some depth at in their backfield. Uh, they select University of Miami running back Travis Homer with a 204th overall pick. Homer is a 5'10", 202-pound Rusher rushed for 985 yards and four touchdowns on 164 carries last year. And the year before that, he gained 966 yards on 163 carries, scoring eight touchdowns. Caught 38 passes for 405 yards over the past two seasons. Homer employed a strong performance in the scouting combine in Indy, running a 4.48 second 40-yard dash while also ranking top among the running back performance in the broad jump three cone drill short shuttle and vertical leap he'll join a seahawks backfield that includes chris carson who last year became seattle's first 1000 yard rusher since 2014 what do you think about picking up homer i love your broadcast voice by the way (laughs) (laughs) no i just think it was uh you know i think it was a good i think it was a good Pick for them. I just wanted to point that out because it, it just you guys, you know, you obviously ran the ball a ton last year, and the plan is to run the ball a ton. A little again. too often in the playoffs this year after <laughs> losing Davis. I think this was a really, really smart pickup for them. What do you think there, Sonia? Uh, you know what? We'll find out. <laughs> All right. Next up, you did make a trade this week. Yeah. Yeah, the Seattle trade. They trade. <laughs> The, the why C- why'd they give them up so easily? <laughs> well, a team with the team with no tight ends trades that one of their only tight ends, which is always suspicious. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the New England Patriots need a tight end, but they traded a tight end to the Seahawks for a seventh round pick in 2020. Uh, this guy, J- Jacob Hollister, who I've never heard of. Have you ever heard of him? No. Uh, I think it's played, a clothing brand, but played 23 games. <laughs> With two starts over two seasons, never used all that much in the passing game, had eight catches for 94 yards over those two years. Hmm. Uh, so I guess it just adds a little depth. Sounds like a strong candidate. For just adds a little depth to... Starting uh, tight end to, there with the Seahawks. Yeah, just adds a little uh, little depth to the Seahawks uh, tight end. Blocker. Maybe he's a good blocker. Maybe they just needed... Uh, maybe he's a big body. Maybe uh, to uh, help out protecting Russell Wilson on certain plays. You know, you yeah. never know. 
I mean, you still have Disley and one other guy. Um, so I think that's a pretty, pretty uh, competent, you know, competent trade. I don't know. It's a trade. You guys made a trade. <laughs> uh, Ben's trying to make news out of it. Yeah, but here, but the next, the next item of news for the Seahawks is a person who I know you enjoyed his draft day. Uh, DK Metcalf had some quotes about the draft this week. Would you like to hear what he had to say? I would. He said, quote, it was stressful, but as soon as I got that phone call, everything changed, he said. I went from thinking about, oh, I slipped down this low to it was just a blessing to be drafted. And at the end of the day, I think I landed in the perfect situation. So I'm actually glad I got picked at number 64 because I feel like I'm in the perfect situation with the perfect scheme. And I'm walking into a team that's made the playoffs almost every year. I haven't even thought about slipping down to 64 since I got the phone call from Pete Carroll. It doesn't even matter to me anymore. I'm just ready to get to work. I guess on the phone call or the most recent phone call, Carroll told Metcalf they were picking why they were picking him and explained that he fell so far in the draft. Metcalf, why he fell so far in the draft, Metcalf wouldn't relay that information when asked exactly what Pete Carroll told him. Uh, but piecing together an educated guess, it was the media manufactured hype surrounding Metcalf. I actually think he's going to have a great season because he's got something to prove. What say you, Sonia? I, I. I agree. I do agree. I, I just hope that other players that I love on my team don't lose <laughs> their jobs. <laughs> For example? Well, I can't think of anybody right now. Sorry, yeah, well. I can't school you right this minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think he's going to And that's a... why you were silenced last week, Sonia. Ben I was mean, jealous. <laughs> I, I think he's going to have an amazing year. I think he's going to carry that number 64 pick on, uh, like a giant rock chip on his shoulder and i think he's gonna just tear up the nfc west next year and potentially the afc north as well since and, he'll be playing the browns oh yeah and right. the and the ravens and the bengals and the steelers and he'll be the next cameo oh <laughs> yeah well yeah, getting picked at number 64 we might be able to get him pretty cheap yeah. i'll start crying and say why'd you wait so long <laughs> Oh man! Why'd you wait seven <laughs> days best, to get back to us? The best thank you video. Oh. Why'd you wait seven days to get back to us? <laughs> oh, I love him. All I right, how many guys at restaurants. Yeah, like, you... <laughs> why'd you wait so long, so long to get to my table so I can order my drinks? <laughs> I'm gonna get a jersey. <laughs> why'd I mean, you wait was, so long? I mean, it was pretty shocking. I mean, he, yeah. I mean, he was but it, all but over like the combine. Like you said, it, 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 the the media created. It was all media hype, and they created all of this. And uh, you know, he was supposedly. Supposed to be taken in the first round, but he was not first round talent when you look at his skill level. I mean, he's he's a good player, and I mean, you know, I think the Seahawks will be happy with him. But yeah, he's no, huge. no, he's he's athletic as fuck. Yeah, really. Yeah, I mean, he's just a beast. Well, I mean, we've all seen the video. I mean, we've all seen the pictures. I mean, the dude is yeah. built. I mean, yeah, he's he a machine. I mean, it's great. like hand and glove. You get the, you get a, a deep ball threat at receiver to the you know with the best deep ball thrower in the league. I so mean, it's fast. just a marriage made in heaven. So fast. I mean, it really is. Uh, Sonia, anything else about DK Metcalf? No, you know what? He's not replacing anybody. Damn right, she said. No, he's yeah. not. No, I mean, just thinking about the wide receiver. I mean, well, you know. But whatever, yeah. um, <laughs> he can't be replacing anybody. He's completely different. Yeah, well, I agree. Well, he's a speedster, kind of like yeah. Tyler Lockett, but he's huge. Whatever. I agree. <laughs> All right, Franny, what's next up? I know you're excited about this next item. What's next up on the big board, Franny? Well, Ben, we have our 
taste test once again. We've been excited about this uh, for the last few weeks. We've been building up on some rise the last five weeks. Or, yeah, it's been five weeks now. And we have five rise to try for our taste test. And let's all move on into our stadium. And we have the ringside announcer. Here we go. Ready to go. And there's the crowd. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our fourth ever thirst and gold taste test. Tonight's contestants are all moderately priced rye whiskeys that will be battling it out for the top spot for our coveted thirst and gold podium of champions. Let's introduce our contestants. First up from the MGP Distillery representing Lawrenceburg, Indiana, Redemption Rye. Next up, the first bourbon ever sealed in a glass bottle and produced by the Brown Foreman Corporation and fighting out of Chivalry, Kentucky is Old Forester Rye. Our third contestant from the High West Distillery by way of Park City, Utah is High West Double Rye. And our fourth combatant, originally located in Schaeferstown, Pennsylvania, and now relocated and representing Louisville, Kentucky, we have Michter's Rye. And last, but definitely not least, we have a familiar wild card challenger that really shook things up in the bourbon taste test from Claremont, Kentucky, and once again, our lowest priced option, <laughs> Jim. Beam! Let's get ready to taste test! Guys, once again, Here's the atmosphere is, is electric! electric. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. So now we have five challengers. Who do you think, out of those five, will come out on top? Well, beam crowd, or bust. Uh, the crowd likes Jim Beam. I mean, I you know. can't <laughs> fight the crowd. Wild. He, yeah, I mean, Ben, he was on our podium. Yeah. It was Sunday's number one yeah. for the bourbon taste yeah. test. This time we have the rye. Didn't even know they made a rye. I didn't know either until we just looked at it the other day. <laughs> bam, baby, bam. So I am predicting Michter's coming out on top. It was my favorite. I think we all enjoyed it. Sonia. What was the one we had last week? Last week it was the... Uh, the High West. High West. That one. High West double rye. The double rye, well. The double rye. And I am predicting, in honor of the Kentucky Derby, a, bur- <laughs> a rye that goes well in a mint julep. I am predicting <laughs> that Old Forester will come away also victorious. <laughs> well, let's get to it, guys. Let's do the taste test. And uh, all of the videos, all the photos will be posted on Instagram and on Twitter. And we'll be back with the results. All right. And we are back with the results from our rye taste test. Sonia, you have the results in front of you. And these are the cumulative results. I I, I do. And, and Ben should cue up the shame. Nah. <laughs> hey. Let's right. start from third, third to first. Uh, coming in, <laughs> third place is Wonderful Redemption. Um, second place. 
Old Forester. And number one. And number one. <laughs> Jimmy Beam. Jim Jimmy Beam. <laughs> oh, my God. The crowd is going to just walk away in shame. No. <laughs> They're going to go buy it because it's affordable. <laughs> It was definitely the most affordable option on the board, and uh, just like uh, the bourbon taste test, it surprised. And in this case, uh, it was on the board, and it was number one. <laughs> Last time it was number three, but it was still on the podium. That's right. But number one overall, it wasn't on my top three, but it was <laughs> It was Ben's number one. Yeah, let's Sanya's make sure that we give Friday credit where credit For is due. He did sure. not have Jim Beam in his top no. three. So- well, I mean... It, it's it's not that Jim. It wasn't bad. It's a smooth, nutty sort of flavor to it. It's just I'm not into like the nutty sort of peanutty. You're not into nuts flavors. Yeah, Ben is, but I am not. <laughs> I, well, and, and for for people out there that know their bourbons, their whiskeys, yeah. and their rice, let's tell them what Frane's top one, two, three is, so they can know uh, what the starting... actual top one, two, three well, I is. Say, I, I want to say <laughs> that. I mean. Number Everybody drinks three. these. Number three was High West. Is that that double rye? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Frane at number one is High West. No, number, number three. three. Oh, number three, sorry. High West. Uh, number two is Redemption. So did I. Uh, and number one, Michter's. I okay. called that for myself. Yes, but yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. that was going to be somewhere on the podium, but it was not. And, and Sonia, what did you have as uh, three, two, one? <laughs> three, uh, Old Forester. Two, Redemption, which I have on the table in front of me. And number one, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> so our music was clearly appropriate. Yes. Uh, and what did I have? Jim Beam, Jim Beam, Jim Beam. <laughs> ben, uh, number three, Old Forester. At least, I, at least I made the list. Number two, High West, the double. And number one, Jimmy. I guess we just yeah. like that nutty, as Friday says, it's just that not, nutty flavor. It's not full body, though. I mean, it kind of it hits you and it's kind of soft when it goes down and it just finishes with that peanutty sort of flavor. Oh, well. You know, whereas as Michter's sure was. It's not a Georgia. Michter's was just more complex. You know, it was more full-bodied. Uh, it just had more flavor. Shame. Yeah. <laughs> Shame. I don't know. It was like a, a coffee sort of. I don't know. It was, it was, it was a lot of flavors there. And, and uh, the Jim Beam, I didn't get that from the Jim Beam. But it was good ju- for the price. It's really but good. You knew immediately. As soon as you tasted it, you're like, ah. Jim Beam. Yeah, no, I, I, was- I should have hit around the corner so I could see where you guys were moving the numbers. Uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, I think okay. that was a, a successful... Uh, rye taste on you're, top of our bourbon and you're a cheap cheap date. Yeah, man. apparently. I mean, what was it? Seventeen ninety nine. You said seventeen ninety nine. Oh <laughs> boy! And the Mictors is in what range? About forty. So it's not like a. I mean, it's like a huge difference, but yeah, it's double the more well, than double the price. Yeah. yeah. And the Redemption is up there, right? I mean, it's like the Redemption. I think was around thirty. And the Old Forester. Uh, the Old Forester, I think, was also around thirty dollars. Yeah. So they're moderately priced, and the Jim Beam. You know, you get the bang for your buck with the Jim Beam. You, you definitely do. But if you you're, uh, if you're, uh, you know, like I said, when I was in Vegas, I was drinking the Woodford Reserve um, and the Bullet, and I thought both of those were really, really good. But clearly, I have no idea what I'm talking That's about. That's right. That's right. We have. But that was fun, though. Palette. That was awesome. That, that was I mean, a we just drank a whole a bunch time. of. Uh, and and Franny, th- these will all be up on Instagram, oh, yeah, we'll put the videos and Twitter up and... as well. You'll see the videos of uh, Sonia and I choosing the. <laughs> Pushing it. The winner. Pushing it forward to the Pushing front. Pushing the Jim Beam forward. Uh, pretty scary stuff. Uh, <laughs> but we will hope that uh, our palates improve over the, uh, the say, coming, I mean, the coming months. You know, that's that's what you guys prefer. The sort of softer, 
um, nutty sort of flavors. I've I don't been know. in California I... too long, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. All right, you want to move on? Uh, yes. All right, yes. Franny, what's next up on the big board, Franny? Uh, next up, Ben, we have our beer. Yes, on top of the rye, we have a beer taste, <laughs> yeah. a weekly beer taste. <laughs> it is our beer of the week. And we will uh, we'll get that beer out here, and we will taste it. We got it. some history on yeah, the yeah, beer, yeah. We will get too. some history. And- we just finished, finished up the, the, the rye test, and we wanted to get those results out. And now we'll try the beer. We will try the beer. All right, everybody. We have a wonderful beer from the beautiful country of Germany. It's a Rothhaus Pilsner. Did I did I pronounce that correctly, or am I even in the same close enough ballpark with that? Uh, Franny was kind enough to pick this up on behalf of our German listeners. A little history on this beer: the Rothhaus Pils. Uh, I'm not going to pronounce this word. Tena Zapafle has existed since 19. 19- 56. I, in fact, tried this beer when I was 16 years old. <laughs> I don't recall uh, how it tasted. Uh, so it's been around for about 60 years. Its unusual name is emboldened, embodied, on the labels of the 0.331 bottles. Just as today, the original beer labels depicted spruce fir branches accompanied by pine cones. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> uh, these pine cones are what give this beer its name. In the 50s, it was extremely unusual to serve beer in such small bottles. Beers in the point zero point seven uh, I bottles or 0.7 liter bottles were the norm. But despite its unusual size, the beer quickly made more and more friends. But there's one other characteristic that makes this beer special. It was the first Rothhaus beer to emerge with a label depicting Birgit, the Black Forest Girl, holding two glasses of beer. Today, Birgit is the defining symbol for all beers made by the Rothhaus Brewery. Uh, Its ingredients are water, barley malt, and hops. The alcohol by volume is 5.1%, and its bitterness is 32. Uh, Sonia, it is a Low forty-one calories per one hundred milliliters. So <laughs> feel free what to drink up, say, Ben. Uh, well, uh, she I, I, uh, she made me eat an entire butter cake at uh, CPK not. last night because for some reason she wasn't willing to help me with it. Uh, so let's taste this beer and let us know what you think. Let's try it. That's a good beer. I like it. That is that is a very German. That is very light German pilsner. It's man, very good, crisp. Yeah. It's really crisp. It's, it's okay. It has like a little bitter bite. A little bit at the end, but, but it's like it's a crisp, not bad. It's like no, a crisp, it's really good crisp bitterness to it. And uh, Ben, do you remember it tasting this way back in the day? Mm. <laughs> I, I remember. I don't remember it tasting this good. <laughs> uh, at that age, I wasn't particularly fond of beer. I was, you know, sort of drinking wine coolers behind the tree where no one could see me. Oh, that beer is good. Oh, yeah, wow, it's good. That's good. It tastes like beer. It's light. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, if someone to say, what does beer taste like? That's it. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Is it in a pool, on a raft, yeah. in the summer? No. no but it not. is. But this is that beer. Though. So, I mean, this to is me, you, it's not. It's, it's me so, sitting it, at a, I don't know, at a restaurant, at, at, at a, a bar. Beer garden? It, it, in a beer garden? Yeah. It's 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 crisp. It's refreshing. This, uh, you know, I really like the Einstock, the Icelandic beer that we oh, did try the a few right weeks there. ago. 
This rivals that. For summer beers, oh. the summer is coming up. So it's oh. going to be this or the Einstock or whatever else we taste going forward. Definitely not the Boddingtons. Boddingtons? <laughs> Definitely not that. Oh, sorry, UK. Just retire the Boddingtons yeah, already. Yeah. Uh, Sonia, so you like, you approve of this I beer? I like it. It's I like bad. this one. Sonia usually doesn't, like, it, it's light, like, like the height almost. It has like that sort of crispness, like the height. It's crisp. This one sure. has, this one has a little more bite. bitterness to it. Yeah. Yeah, the but, alcohol is, is not that high. It's only yeah. 5%. So, you know, for a German beer, I think that's about standard, yeah. probably. Uh, um, I mean, there, there, there were so many other beers there, but this one had like, the bottle was just different. I mean, the, this is it's, an it's awesome, an interesting awesome looking label. bottle. Yeah, the uh, label look is. Look for it on Instagram. This is a really yeah, cool label. Yeah, and it very has the cool. Pine cones. Yeah, it does, just like they said on their website. Yeah, as I was <laughs> reading it, I thought, well, the, the pine cones give the beer its flavor. Yeah. I, was, I thought that was going to be the next word I read, and it was like, no, it's not the flavor. Yeah, das ist gut. Das ist gut. Pine cone flavored beer. Das ist very good beer. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> as with everything else that comes out of Germany, it is very good and very efficient. That was very good. Except for Volkswagen. It's <laughs> <laughs> very good and very Volkswagens are not very for efficient. For a very short period of time. Or very reliable. <laughs> but uh, that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> Actually, we could go on uh, what grinds your gears. What really grinds my gears? <laughs> dun, dun. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But uh, Jim Beam, number one. And this beer, very good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Oh, Ben, it looks like you have some shout-outs yes. that you want to make. Yes, we had a little bit of an audio glitch last week, so we just want to make sure we give a shout-out to our friends at Common Ground Football Podcast with Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. Uh, these, guys, these guys do a great job. Uh, we have a Cowboys fan and a Seahawks fan on the podcast, although they cover all things NFL, and they do a great job with it. They're knowledgeable and funny. Uh, it's a great podcast, and I and I encourage everyone to check it out. You can get it at commongroundfootballpodcast.com and on Twitter at commongroundfp. Uh, sorry, FBP. I uh, want to give a shout-out to Eric at the End Zone Podcast, another great podcast, covers all things NFL. Eric does a really Good job with that. You can catch him on Twitter at EndZonePod, and his website is EndZonePodcast.Podbean.com. And a third shout-out this week to our friends who are either at the Kentucky Derby today or very close by uh, from the Bourbon Lens Podcast. They've given us a lot of advice with regard to bourbons, and they sh- they gave me a little education on why the disqualification today at the Kentucky Derby was uh, at least rational, uh, if not justified. Uh, the podcast is hosted by Brian, Jake, Michael, and Scott. You can get them at thebourbonlens.com. Or, sorry, there is no the. Bourbonlens.com and on Twitter at bourbonlens. That's a great podcast for all things bourbon. Just, you know, some regular guys from Kentucky. Uh, it's a really, really well-done bourbon podcast from and we you know, failed folks, them today, folks that are not. <laughs> I want to say uh, so. You know, it's not a. You know, it's really a down to earth uh, education on bourbon and a lot of information about Kentucky and where the bourbon is made and the particular distilleries down there. It's a really good podcast. Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben. It is our total wins challenge. All right, Franny, this is fun stuff. And what is our 
Total wins challenge. Well, you came up with it, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> so explain it to our listeners. So, so far on the total wins challenge, we have uh, essentially this is a, a we're going to, we picked the over under the team wins totals over under for all of the teams in the league uh, after the end of the season and some free agency had taken place. We are going to pick it now again after the draft against the new odds in Vegas, and then we're going to pick it at the beginning of the season again against the odds in Vegas and also against what the team totals actually are. So, so far, Frane is in the lead. So we picked the uh, we picked the total wins against Vegas about three weeks ago, give or take. About a month. It's, it's yeah, been about a month ago. There. So Franny was only 36 points off all of the team totals against Vegas. He's in first place. I'm in second place. I'm only 39 points off the total team wins against Vegas. And Sonia is the loser. not too far behind. <laughs> Trailing the pack. In third place with loser. 50. Oh, but that is, in fairness, uh, mostly... Attributable to her positive attitude about <laughs> how many wins she believes teams will achieve. But you can't do that. <laughs> so we are going to, none of us know uh, the updated odds post-draft. So no. we don't know how many, you know. Whether Maybe Vegas Ben's is, cheating, Sonia. We don't know. Me whether, and Sonia don't know these. <laughs> I know should nothing. be in first place. Um, ben is looking at his palm a lot, though. <laughs> so yeah. I think he has I mean, he's only down. like three points off of you. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You, know, you notice? So we're just going to go through these real quick, write these down. Should we and... start? Well, let's start. Should we uh, start with Sonia? Yes, let's okay, start with Sonia. Well, I guess we're. Well, Sonia is the first on the board. I actually wrote her down first. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. She's trailing behind. So we have. Uh... We have the odds, so we know. So we left up the odds from what Vegas had picked about a month ago. You know, they're over unders, so that's still oh, left up yeah. on the board. So, front, so we don't know what Sonia had before. Although I will tell her <laughs> so that she can decide whether or not she wants to move her numbers around. Okay. All right. Uh, so, New England, Sonia, you had thirteen wins last time. Do you want to move that against the new Vegas odds? Twelve. Miami, you had eight. Should we should we just do like just, just so we get through it quicker? Maybe I'll go and then you go, and that way we get through all the teams. So, oh sure, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, can, yeah. we can just do it like that. That way we just get all through the teams. I don't know how long we've been on. Friday already. is obviously more efficient than I am. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah so I'm going to stick with my twelve. And you had ten. Yeah. All right. All right. So I'll stick with my 10. All right. Miami. Sonia, you Sonia was very high on them. Eight is very high for Miami. And Josh Rosen. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll drop him by, I'll drop him by one. Seven. 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 All right. Uh, I think I had four. You had four, yeah. Yeah, I will go to six. Ooh, I am also going to go to six against Vegas. Vegas had him at five. Josh Rosen's got to get him at least one more win. Yeah, yeah, maybe one more miraculous win. Uh, <laughs> Buffalo, you, again, son, you were very high on Buffalo. Yeah. With eight. Seven. Oh, dropping it down. I think I had Buffalo at four. You had Buffalo at six. Really that high, <laughs> yeah, which was spot, which was spot on with the odds. Yeah, um, 
I think I'll, I'll I'll stick to that. I mean, they haven't really done much, so I'm going to I'm going to go to seven. All right, they so made some seven. moves in free agency, and they had a pretty good draft. Yeah, but they're still in the same division. <laughs> as the, I know, as the Patriots. All right, Sonia, the Jets. You had the Jets at seven. You were spot on against the early odds of over under seven. Six. Ooh, you're lowering the Jets. I just keep going down one number. <laughs> Where was I with the Jets, Ben? Franny had eight. Yeah, I'll, I'll stay with eight. You're going to stay with eight? I'm going to stay with seven. All right, Baltimore. Oh, my God, Baltimore, son, you were very optimistic. I was. Uh, for the Baltimore Ravens, you had the Baltimore Ravens at 11. No. Um, against the Vegas odds, 8.5. I, I, well, 8. And I had Baltimore at? You had them at 8. I will stick with 8. I'm going to stick with my 9. All right. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. We all had 10, strangely enough. All of us had 10. 10 across the board. I'm keeping it at 10. You're keeping it at 10. Uh, I want to raise it, but I cannot raise it. I'm I'm actually going to stay with 10. All right. So we're going to stick with our picks for Pittsburgh. And Cleveland. Oh, my God, Sonia. Okay, Sonia was very optimistic again with Cleveland. 11 against Vegas at 9. Well, I... I, I think they're going to do okay. <laughs> but strangely enough, Ronnie also had 11. I will stick yeah. with the 11. 11? Okay. I think they will be a good team, and I will definitely watch them. Yeah. All right, I'm going to stay And with, they have a, a lot of nationally televised games. I'm going to stay, yeah, stay with my nine on Cleveland. It's still it's okay. still Cleveland at the end of the day. It's All your right. division, Ben, so I... Oh, this might, I have, been, this might have been Sonia's most optimistic... Bet or uh, guess of all? Oh no, Cincinnati. Cincinnati no, you, you had them at ten. Yeah, I don't know Vegas what I was at six. I, I was drinking, smoking, doing something. I don't know. Sonia has a Dalton jersey. No, I do not. <laughs> I do not. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I, I'm, gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna drop them back down. Um, I'm gonna drop them down to five. Wow. And I had him probably around four or five. You had him at four. Yep. I was thinking of going to three, and that's what I'll do. (laughs) (laughs) Three. Okay. Ben's going to pick up some points here. All right. I'm going to go Cincinnati. I'm going to I'm going to go with six. I don't think they've done anything in the draft that would that would convince me to go higher than six. They're they they are the new Cleveland Browns. Uh, Oh, I hope so. Uh, The Texas Texans. Uh, Sonia had eight. Houston Texans. Houston Texans. The Texan Texans. <laughs> the Houston Texans at 8 against Vegas at oh, 8.5. You had a lot of that Jim Beam back. I did. <laughs> um, I'll keep him at 8. 8? Ooh. I had him pretty high. I think you had him at 10. 10, yeah. And I think in Very optimistic. Division, uh, let's see, they have the Colts, they have the Tennessee Titans. Titans got better, too. You know what? I'll... Put him at nine. Ooh, Ben had him at uh, ten. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna go to nine. All right. And the Tennessee Titans. Sonia, you had him at seven against Wait, Vegas. What about the Colts? The Colts. Oh, the Colts. Sorry. Uh, the Colts. You had uh, Colts at nine against nine point five, which I think is still high for Vegas. But I'm gonna stay with that. Sticking with nine. Yeah. Franny, you were very optimistic. Eleven. This is where I picked up some points on you. Eleven, eleven right? Yeah. And I am going to stick the Colts at eleven. He's sticking with eleven. I don't I'm know. Gonna, I just think they're going to be a good team. I don't know. I'm going to stick with nine. All right. 
All right. right, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. Tennessee Titans, Sonia, you had them at seven against Vegas at eight point five. Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna raise them. Ooh. I'm gonna give them by a point. I'm gonna raise them to eight. Franny, you had them at eight, and they will remain. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I had them at eight. I'm gonna stay with eight. All right. Oh, Jacksonville, Sonia again, extraordinarily optimistic here. Oh. You had the Jacksonville Jaguars at 11 Well, against you, Vegas at 8. You know why. <laughs> Nick Foles, why don't, you just, why don't you just say 16 and have it be, be, be done with it? No. Um, 19 and 0. I don't know. I, you know, reading some articles and all Super that, he, he's, he's really amping up the team. People are I, excited to have him. So, okay, so let's, okay, I'll drop him down to 9. You don't have to drop him. I'm going to drop him down to 9. But this is against Vegas, remember. Not and against... I, I had them again. What? What? I, I had them at, what, eight? You had Jacksonville at eight. Eight, yep. You were spot on with that one. And what about you, Ben? I had them at seven. I'm going to raise it to eight. All right. Ben is copying Vegas, all right? I am indeed. <laughs> uh, KC. He really wants the lead. I, I want the lead. <laughs> what did I have KC at? Uh, well, you were right on with us. So KC was at 10.5 in Vegas. You had him at 12. Uh, yeah. You know what? Let's let's put them at eleven. Okay. Ooh, lowering the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Franny, you had them at thirteen. You know what? I'm not sure what's going to happen with Tyreek. You mean their entire offense minus Mahomes? I will put them at twelve. Ooh, one Tyreek Hill. You hear that? You're only worth one <laughs> game. All right, uh, Casey. I had them at twelve. I'm going to go to eleven. I, I think this is. I'm going to go with Sonya on that. I think right. If they lose Hill, it's it's a problem. Uh, next up. The Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Sonia, you had them at 9 against Vegas as 10. 9. Stay it. 9. You mm-hmm. had them at 10, Friday. I had them at 10. I'm going to do 11. Ooh. Wow. I'm going to stick I'm going to stick with 10. That's the game that they're going to lose. What's to that? the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> oh, they're going to lose gonna twice. Lose. Kansas City's going to lose to them. Ooh, yeah, so I'm going to give them one extra win. P-Riv. They're going to come to L.A. Getting a vote of confidence here. In front of five fans in the stadium. Yeah, five five Charger fans and uh, 18,000 <laughs> <laughs> Chiefs fans. Uh, next up, Denver. They made some changes. Uh, they had a pretty good draft. Uh, Sonia, you had Denver at eight against Vegas at seven. Seven. Seven, huh, mm-hmm. Sonia? So All right. trying to pick up some ground. Where'd I have them at, Ben? You had them at Eight. That sounds about right. I had him at 10. I'm going to lower that to 8. All right. And next up, the Oakland Raiders. Uh, Sonia, you had them at 8 against Vegas at 6. 6. Oh, God. Um, they had a good draft. They did. They did. I, I, I just don't know if this is mathematically <laughs> What is it? it doesn't matter. I mean, okay. Yeah. Um, Oakland, I had it at what? Eight? You had him at eight. I'm going to keep him at eight. All right. Franny, you had him at six. I had him at six. I'm going to go to um, I'm gonna go to seven. I'm going to stay at six because Gruden's still the coach. That is. I'm going to go down to one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, we have the NFC. Uh Beginning with the, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Sonia, you had the Cowboys at 8 against Vegas, 
They didn't do much, did they? It was not nine and seven got them in, or was it ten and six last year? I believe they were ten and six, ten and, six. and they beat the Seahawks. They did in the playoffs because the Seahawks didn't want to throw the ball. Eight, eight. All right, just stick with eight. Franny, you had them at nine. I had them at seven. I'm going to stick with nine. I think I'm going to go to eight. They had, they they definitely buttress their defense mm-hmm. in the draft. Uh, next up, the <laughs> Philadelphia Phil- uh, Philadelphia Phillies. Phillies. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. These are the MLB picks. <laughs> Did I have them at minus three? Who's starting tomorrow? You had them at eleven wow. against That's... Vegas at nine point five. Ten. Ten. You were optimistic, Sonia. I think I had them at ten myself. Right? You did. You had them at ten against nine point five. And I will stick with the 10. And Ben, you had him at winning 16 games. I had him at 13. Yeah, that's pretty high. I'm going to lower that. But I'm still not going to lower it that much. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to 12. Oh, okay. I, I hope. I'm going to go to 12. I still think the next set of odds is going is going to benefit uh, Howie Roseman. I hope so. Next up, Washington. Sonia, you had him at 9 against Vegas at 6. Again, a very optimistic. 8, eight for Sonia. Eight. Yep. Franny, not surprisingly, you had them at 5. <laughs> you know, I'm going to raise that. Ooh, I, they had a pretty good draft themselves. Um, I'll say eight. Also, wow. wow! All right, I'm gonna go to six. I had them at four. I'm gonna go to six. I'm gonna I'm gonna stand pat there. Uh, every time I, I I choose a team to go up or down, two or one or whatever it is, Ben, you follow those. Teams. That's true. I'm happy to go third. Um, next up. Giants, the New York football Giants. Sonia, you had them at seven against Vegas at six. Six. Dropping them. All right. I had them at nine. Franny, you had them at six against Vegas at six. I will stay at six. I'm going to go to eight. I think Vegas is going to give them a little push. All right. For their... For their first round pick, well, they had, a, they had a well, not for the first, for the rest of the picks, <laughs> for their sixth pick overall. Yes, yes, yeah, he could start. Who knows? Future Hall of he Famer. He could end up starting game two. <laughs> uh, next up, the Chicago Bears. Sonia, you had them at ten against Vegas at nine point five. Keep them there. Ooh. Ten. I like Chicago. You know that. I had them at eleven. Franny, you also had them at ten. I'm gonna stay with ten. Me too. Wait, are you are you ten or eleven? I'm gonna go ten, ten, ten. All right. And then Minnesota Vikings. Sonia, you had them at nine against Vegas at nine. Oh, um. I'm gonna keep them at nine. Okay, Franny, you had them at nine. I had them at eight. I'll keep nine for. For them, and, and you'll do the eight? Yeah, I'm going to stay right. with eight. Friday started to intimidate me, and they're not changing my... Uh, <laughs> <not> changing my <laughs> you have eight, right? <laughs> All right. Oh, next up, everybody's favorite, the Green Bay Packers. Sonny, you had them at eight against Vegas at nine. Oh, God. They didn't do much either, did they? Um, I'm going to keep them there, eight. Okay. Franny, you had them, not surprisingly, with your love for Aaron Rodgers. You had them at 11. Oh, wow. I will go to 10. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go back down to 9 from 10. 
All right. So you weren't that far off of me. No, no, no. But 11, I mean, for the Packers, that's that's, that's up there. Aaron Rodgers is coming back yeah, with a vengeance. But, uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Discount double checked. Oh, God. The Detroit Lions. This is the year, apparently. Uh, Sonia, you had them at 10 against Vegas at 7. Oh, God. I really want them to do well. Um, drop them down at 8. And this is where I picked up some points on Friday. Friday had him at five. I had him at seven. Mm-hmm. I will leave them at five. Ooh, I'm going to stay at seven as well. I don't think they did much en- enough in the draft to move that number. Uh, next up, oh Lord, the New Orleans, New Orleans. underachievers. <laughs> uh, Sonia, you had them at eleven against Vegas at ten point five. Keep them at eleven. Friday, not surprisingly, had them at thirteen. I had them at eleven. I will keep them at Ooh, 13. I'll stay with 11. Uh, actually, this next one's surprising. Uh, Atlanta Falcons. Sonia, you had them at 7. Franny, you had them at 9. I had them at 7 against Vegas at 8.5. Keep them at 7. I was surprised Franny was that low on these guys. I'll keep them at 9. Okay. I'm going st- to go up to 8. That's right. I'm sure I was surprised. <laughs> You're calculating right now. How can I make up those three points? Next up, the Will Greer quarterbacked Carolina Panthers by the fourth week of the season when Cam's reluctance to do any kind of conditioning or change his fundamental <laughs> mechanics will end his career. Uh, Carolina Panthers, eight for Sonia against Vegas at eight. Uh, nine. I think I think they're going to be okay. What I have met? You had them at ten. I picked up some points on you here. Actually, no, I didn't because I was too low. You know, I'm going to say nine. Also, ooh, Will Greer, you hear that? <laughs> I, I had them at six. I'm going to go up to eight. All right, Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Son, you had them at eight against Vegas at six. Drop them to seven. Ooh. Friday, what? you had them at nine. Tampa Bay. That's a pretty. That's pretty high. You're pretty high on Tampa. I would say eight. Okay, I'm gonna go to six. I don't think Tampa did enough in the draft to. Well, they got some defense. Uh, oh god, the next one, Sonia. The Los Angeles supercharged Rams. <laughs> <laughs> you had them at eleven against Vegas at ten point five. Um, I'm gonna say keep them at eleven. Franny, you had him at 12. Very optimistic. And that's what, where they'll stay? For me, Ben, I'll keep him at 12. All right, I had him at 10. I'll stay at 10. Do you want to put him at 10.5? No. <laughs> I want to give you guys a chance here. Uh, next up, another great, great team from the Northwest, the San Francisco 49ers. Sonia, you had him at 9 against Vegas at 8. That seems high all the way around, doesn't it? No, but... I mean, they they picked up. Oh God, Garoppolo! I know. No, I mean, they've always had. They, they had a pretty good draft themselves. Bosa, they did. man, they, did. they got Bosa. They did get. They did get one of the Bosas, not the father or the brother, but they got the other brother. Yeah. Um. Uh, eight. Oh, against eight. Okay, Friday hit him at ten. San Francisco at ten. I picked up some points on your ear. I would say nine. Right, that I'm, is kind of high. I had him what was nine. I thinking? Yeah, well, you're thinking you love Jimmy G. He's uh, going to be back. Uh, we'll see. He's played four games. Okay. 
<laughs> I, I had him at nine. I'm going to stay with nine. Seattle. Sonia, you had him at 10 against Seahawks. Vegas at 8.5. Well, Tyler Lockett promised me that I have to. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, he said uh, they're going to try. He said they're going to try. Don't put too much pressure. Uh, um, I, I'm we gonna, can do good. What did I have him at? So that, 10? You know, he's going to try his best. 10? You had him at 10. I'm going to keep him at 10. Franny, everyone's keeping it in the family here, being optimistic. You had him at 10. I had him at 11. I will stick with 10. I'm going to drop mine down to 10. Oh. Oh, where's the faith? Uh, well, I mean, Metcalf. <laughs> He's trying to catch up to me, son. With potentially Baldwin not playing, this is I, I, that's, that could be big. All right, last and definitely least, <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals. Sonia. Good Lord in heaven. <laughs> you, this is where you lost a shit ton of points. You had about 10. No, I had him at 10. Against Vegas is 5. Sounds to go down to 1. No. <laughs> I no. mean, 10 for Arizona. That, um, is, that is. I'm going to say 7. You're still optimistic. I, I still. Well. 7 for Arizona. What I have him at? You had him at 4. I had him at 6. I'm going to put him at 3. <laughs> With Kyler Murray, you're going to lower it? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Well, Vegas had him at five. I had him at six. I'm going to stick with six because I think they're going to get a bump. The really? Kyler Murray I... bump. The Vegas bump. Yeah, yeah. And even if it's just to get people to put their money down on Arizona. So All there right. we have it. So we will calculate this uh, over the next couple of days. We will get Vegas's new odds. We obviously didn't want to have them with us tonight because then one of us would have the odds ahead of time. So we're going to check out the new odds and we'll give you the outcome next week. We'll do this again at the beginning of the season. And uh, we think it'll be fun. So if anyone out there is doing the same, we'd love, love to hear from you. Uh, Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, like we've had for I don't know how many weeks, our top five of something. And this time around, it is our top five surviving Game of Thrones characters. And uh, Sonya. Yes. Who are your top five All right. favorite Game of Thrones characters right now that are surviving? I don't hear music. No. Um, uh, we'll do that when we talk about Game of Thrones, the actual <laughs> episode. All right. My top five. Uh, starting at number five is Tormund. Uh, he's that tall, red-headed yeah, dude. Love yeah. him. I think he made the Einstock beer. I think he's the, <laughs> he's the founder of the brewery, yeah. He looks uh, like the guy that would... Do that. <laughs> uh, number four, Jamie. Yes, he redeemed himself to yeah, me. Yeah. Um, number three, Tyrion. Um, uh, yes. He kind of dropped. He was like my number one for such a long time, but he kind of dropped. He was, he was definitely a fan favorite. Yeah. Um, uh, he he dropped about two rungs because of last week's episode. Yeah. Uh, number two, I know everyone's going to be surprised because um, I, I have Arya at number two, and mm. I've always thought she was like my I know. top. I know. How did you drop her? Because oh Drogon took my number one spot. Oh, the dragon with we, the mostest. And then when we talk about the episode, I will explain why. Uh, all, right, all right. All right. What about you, Fran? My number five is the Hound. Oh, I forgot the Hound. The Hound. Uh. He okay. redeemed himself. Yes, he did. After, you know, he was scared shitless in the last fight, he fought for Arya yep. once he saw she was struggling. We'll talk more about that. My number four is Tyrion Lannister. All right. Ooh, number four dropping. Number four. Number three, Daenerys. Danny. Yeah, I mean. She redeemed herself. Yeah, yeah. She did, she did fight. She actually fought. Yep. At you know, she wasn't the damsel in distress. She actually yep. stabbed a few of those. She uh, was the damsel the in dead. necessity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My number two. 
Yes. Still John. John. John Snow. He's just not in my know. <laughs> My number one. Aria. Who do you think it is? It is Aria. Aria. Yeah, 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 Motherfucking yeah. Aria. Love her. <laughs> Love her. Uh, well, she did kill the Night King. She did. You know, she did. You get big points for that. Yeah. All right, Ben Joe. Ben. All right. I also have the Hound at number five. I can't remember his actual name. Sandor. Uh, Sandor. I, I mean, I Sandor. Just, he's still just a really fun character in all of his Forgot about him. negativity mixed with compassion. I really like his character. Uh, number four. Sounds a lot like you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. You know, <laughs> punch you in the face well, and then I, I take you to or the something hospital. Like that. Yeah. That's right. uh, number four, I'd surprising pick for me, but the way the things are going lately, uh, I pick Sansa at number four. Wow. It's not Joffrey. <laughs> it's not Joffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Joffrey. Number three. Uh, number three, I have Tyrion Lannister at number three. I th- okay. I still think he has some room to grow. Uh, I think he learned his lesson. I think he learned his lesson again last week by being okay. we'll, uh, we'll relegated to the crypt. Yeah. Uh, number two, this is a shocker for me, but the second episode and the others, you know, the the previous season, just number two for me is Brienne. All right. I like Brienne. Don't get me I, I wrong. Just, yeah. There's nothing not to like about that character, and that's really She's a hard. Knight now. Yeah. That's hard to find on that show where there's literally nothing not to like about her. Uh-huh. Uh, and number one, of course, after the last episode is the just kick-ass Arya Stark. I just don't the know how assassin. you can have anyone else as your top number one. So, <laughs> isn't so Arya if, after if we were to do the first three, it would be Arya, second would be Tyrion, and then third would be the Hound. The way that we all choose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, they're all great characters. I mean, and they're they're flawed, but they all really And we'll have... see who, who dies next. Yeah. Well, hopefully <laughs> someone. Well, we all predicted hopefully wrong. Hopefully somebody will we? die next. Yeah, I know. We thought, thought Brienne po- was totally dead. I thought Podrick was dead, so. Yeah. All right. Podrick Payne. Yeah. yeah. And we played I his think song. We played his body. song for you on the last episode. <laughs> we did. Yeah. He has I mean, a great voice. Great, great song. Yeah, he does. All right, Frane, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have our world famous quiz. Our world famous quiz. <laughs> Is there an echo? <laughs> <laughs> and this week it was prepared by Sonia. We all take turns with so, our quizzes. Okay, guys, are you ready? We have our buzzers. I am indeed. Are you ready? All right. This one's going to be simple. Top five answers on the board. <laughs> yeah. What is the name of John's? Direwolf. Oh, you gotta choose. That sucks. What is the name? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Franny, go ahead. I was gonna say ghost. You are correct. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Good. Well, one. Who Good are you one. gonna say? Good man? question. No, gonna... I was gonna say ghost too. Oh, okay. Uh, you both got. I'm proving it. again yeah. that I'm not as selfish as you think. All right. Next. Who is the king of Westeros when the series? begins Robert Baratheon you are correct yes there it is Ben I can't believe I got that yep wow I'm done Uh, I'm not even going to answer any more questions drop the mic I was about to buzz in with that one (laughs) I was like fat guy died hunting what's his name I was going to say Bobby Baratheon but it's Robert Bobby (laughs) he's drinking some Boddington's right now (laughs) are you ready Boddinger's Why was John able to leave the Night's Watch since his vows were for life? Because he died. Correct. 
Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> holy awesome. shit! You man. didn't know that? Oh man! Right away? Okay. No, no, I, know. Yeah. I thought it was going to fight for. Uh, I thought for he just Winterfell. gave me. I thought Friday was like that was yeah. a pity. That was a pity. No, it ding-dong. shall not end until my death. And because wow. he was stabbed to that death is, by his comrades. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought Friday. Technically, yeah. he did. Ollie. Die. Yes. I yes. like to see Ollie hang. That was a great. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that thoroughly. <laughs> All right, are we ready? Ben likes seeing little kids get murdered. <laughs> Aside. Aside from being master of coin and a member of the king's small council, the character of Peter Littlefinger Baelish from King's Landing also ran what kind of business? He was a mortgage broker. No, <laughs> no, no, he was <laughs> he was a pimp. A pretty broth- much, I mean, pretty uh, much yeah. a brothel. Yeah, yeah. And he Very did good. get the one prostitute killed. Remember her? She was like, he yeah, got she, her stabbed she was, through the heart. Yeah, yeah. Yep, you got it. Okay. Well, Ben pointed at me, so we both did that one. <laughs> we Ben's both like, it. you know what? You can take this one. I still <laughs> feel like he gave me the other one. You guys are being too kind tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not understanding. Oh, Tyler Lockett, thank you. Um, okay, next one. Which of the dire wolves died in season one? Oh, Sansa's think... <laughs> Sansa's dire wolf. Is that right? No, let Franny have a shot at this. I think his name was Rover. <laughs> Rover. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. I, I seriously don't remember. Marmaduke? The... It, it was Sansa's. Her name was Lady. Oh, oh I knew yeah, it was Sansa's. Yeah, I just didn't remember what the name was. Lady. Okay. This one's oh. a trick question. Oh, bonus. Okay. This one's a trick question. Top five answers on the board. All right. There's three parts to it. What are the names of Jamie Lannister's children? Joffrey. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Kid who jumped out the window. <laughs> uh-huh. Kid who jumped out the window, Lan- Lannister. Woman who got murdered by the Dorn. Okay. No names? No names. Just one name. So, Fran, if you can get the other two names. <sighs> Joffrey, at least another name. Joffrey... What the hell was that kid's name that did jump out the window? Jumpy? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I completely forgot. Tommen? Tommen, yes. yeah. Oh, Tommen. And Marcella. Uh, it was almost Jumpy. That's pretty close. Jumpy, jumpy and Tommen. Tommen. Yeah. Neither one of them was particularly... Trampoline. Okay, here's another trick one. I don't know. This is going back, though. Yeah, In thanks. season four, who does Tywin Lannister plan to marry his daughter Cersei to? Ooh. At least give me the house she name. She was un uh House Tyree. What do you Tyrell. <laughs> Tyrell. Tyrell. Is it right? I was like, wait a football player. That was Tyree. the guy that, that was caught my, the catch. That was my free form that we skipped because nobody has any free form. He's a receiver for the New York Jets. Yeah. Loris Tyrell, correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was he was a gay guy, right? He was uh Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How many times has Sansa Stark been married? Twice. (laughs) Yeah. Very good. Twice. (laughs) All right. In which city does Arya Stark train to become a faceless man? Bravos. (laughs) Right? Arya's punishment for... Yes. Arya's punishment for stealing from the many-faced god is... Or was... Death. No. Oh. Oh. Blindness. There yes, there it is. All right. 
Um, I'd rather be dead, though. That's definitely <laughs> a bonus. Well, they did chase her and try to kill her on yeah. multiple occasions there. So this one I'm 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 skeptical about, but okay. The Night King was created using a dagger made of Dragon glass. Dragon fired glass. <laughs> dragon wait, dragon fired glass? <laughs> sort of like Tennessee fire and <laughs> dragon glass. Dragon glass. Correct. All yeah. right. I had to catch up to Ben. Ben was kicking my ass. Dead creatures revived by White Walkers are known as White Walkers. Oh, creatures. Like Dead animals. creatures revived by White Walkers are known as... Animalites. <laughs> I, I have no clue. You're right, but it, it, they're actually called whites. Uh, not spelt like white, but W-I-G-H-T-S. Yeah. Whites. Whipped. Wigs. Whipped. 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 All right, this is the last one. What is the name? Of Lisa Aaron's way too old to be nursing son. Oh man! Was it Robert Aaron or Aaron? I don't have any idea. Robert Aaron. Robin. Oh, Robin. Robin. Yeah, uh, he was the creepiest kid, man. I know. What happened to him? I hope he died somewhere. Uh, he's I mean, still he was with just... the... he's a night king. No, uh, he's the well. He's the 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 lord of that house, right now. I don't know. He's the Lord of something. Probably. He must be. That was it. Pretty weird. Sorry. He was a pretty weird kid. Well, what but good, that was Sonya. a very good quiz. That Sonya. was all Game of Thrones. Yes, it was. All Game all of Thrones the all the time. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. That was an awesome quiz. That awesome. was pretty good. That was awesome. pretty good. I'm sure awesome. a lot of listeners out there that have watched the show probably may not have been able to answer some of those. Or they but, learned a lot about or, it. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. For sure. Lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're my direwolf who died oh, in season one. And, uh, well, let's use that quiz to segue into episode three. Yes, yes, yes. Episode three of Game of Thrones. Uh. <sighs> <laughs> Still gives me chills. Well, Sonia, what did you think of the episode? Uh, from what I could see, um, I liked it. It was very dark, but I guess it was realistic because they really didn't have that much light back then. But um, it was hard to see what was happening and who was shooting at who and who was killed and who was not. Um, the The fight in the sky between the dragons, I, I'm sure if there was just a tad bit more light, <laughs> it would have been much more exciting to me. But I, I don't know. Maybe we need to turn all lights off and watch it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, it was a widely described issue with the episode. That, that, yeah. I mean, that, that there was not enough light. Uh, some of it, I guess, was HBO's uh, the ability, you know, the the bit rate that it comes out through the screen when you're watching it in real time. I guess if you record it and watch it later, if you record a later episode, it's a little bit better. Really? Yeah. Oh. But I, I mean, I, I thought it ben was. Did his research? I thought it was dark. Um. Took away a little bit from the episode, but I thought the episode in total was very good. Uh, Franny, I know you really liked it, so let's let's let Franny yes. tell us what he thought. Yes, about yes, he's chomping at the bit here. Well, no, I, well, I watched it on my iPad, and so the lighting was fine. I didn't have any issues with that. I know there was a lot of uh, complaints about how dark it was, but no, I, I, I mean, I saw everything just fine, and I thought the 
episode was the best of the entire series. I thought it was amazing. Wow. Of the entire the, series? Of the entire series. Wow. I wow. loved the Battle of Winterfell. Oh, man, it was great. Actually, I watched it twice this week. I did. Yeah, I, I was going to try to watch it again today, but I didn't have time. But watch it on your tablet. Watch it on your tablet. I'm sure you'll see it a little bit better. It'll be, you'll have, it'll be a little bit brighter, so you'll be able to see more things. <laughs> Maybe that you missed the original well, when you first watched it. So, um, No, but I, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was well done. It was well executed. All the way was, through? Yeah, it, it, was, it was the best episode so far of the series. That's pretty impressive. Well, I mean, what do you think about the opening? So essentially at the opening, we have everyone sort of prepping and preparing for what yeah. is about to happen. Everybody's anxious. Everybody's um, getting ready for the battle. And and what did you think about the Dothraki uh, surge siege? Uh, I mean, that was to me that was really an emotional moment at the beginning of the episode when they're that was you know so... yeah, they're forming their formations right. The Dothraki are at the front, I think, and the Unsullied yeah. are directly behind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then they've got the catapults and the 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 pit behind that, and then Jamie and Brienne and their troops are right behind them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I thought that was a, a pretty emotional moment when the Dothraki rode out with their with their swords and the, the what's her name? The the, Melis- the Red Witch? Melisandra. Melisandra like lights like the swords yeah. for them and they ride out and no, it gave you some hope. It gave you some hope that they might have a chance against the dead and they ride out when there. She lit all the the And they swords. just get extinguished. I mean, in the distance, I, I, and they're watching. I thought it was a good moment for all the people. I would that shit were, myself if yeah, I was on the battlefield. Yeah. There's a lot of people that were there. A lot of people that were there that were on the watch. That were on the wall. There, you know, that were viewing the battle. Hadn't seen White Walkers before. Yeah. Uh, so it really, I think it the it really sunk into everyone that was uh, new to this particular fight that they were in in for a long night. Mm-hmm. And it was very long and dark. Apparently, it was, it was very dark for sure. It was very dark. Um, and then after that, essentially, you have thirty to forty-five minutes of lots of fighting. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tyrion and Sansa rekindling their romance. Yeah, yeah going down Flirting. to the crypt. Yeah, um, <laughs> some Starks coming back to life to eat everybody except for Sansa and Tyrion, apparently, and 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 Varys uh, and Lyanna Mormont. Oh, that was brutal. Oh Aww. man, and the Mormont line mm. is done with. I mean, Jorah. Uh, yeah, was. He was one of the last Mormons, and she was the yeah. last Mormons. And uh, but what an epic death, right? Oh, I mean, that was goodness. one of the best deaths. Yeah, I mean, she of Game of Thrones. Did, I, I don't know. How did he get through? How did he not get killed? How I, I've got a lot more how than anything else. Wait, who? With Jorah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah but I, I mean, what would you think about Lyanna? That was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. She went out. I mean, sh- she's a little hero for sure. When she stabbed that giant in the eyeballs, yeah. that was awesome. That was one of my favorite parts of the episode. Just and you saw her. Yeah. It's like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Franny and I thought she was dead when when when, when he, he first her. came in yeah. and he swung his arm and he knocked her aside. I thought she was dead then. I he stepped on her for a second. But she did it on purpose. I mean, she stood right in front of him so that he could, you know, so that the giant could pick her up so he could. Stab him right in the eyeball. Phenomenal. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And uh, what do you think about what happened after that? The rest of the battle, Arya. <laughs> no, I mean, but, but, I mean are there we, any we, moments we, that stood we, out to you? Oh, sorry, yes, and Sonia, or just either one. Yeah, who are you asking? Yeah. Either one. <laughs> no, well, I, I thought the battle in the sky was pretty interesting. You know, just watching uh, the two, the three dragons go after it, and and uh, you know, watching uh, Viserion get his face ripped off, and then you know, getting his his neck. You really liked and, that? And, oh man! And then, well, coming back, 
and uh, when when he was going after Jon Snow, and you know his he's blowing that blue flame through yeah. the side of his neck, through the side of his face. I mean, I thought that was pretty awesome too. And where the fuck did Bran go? I have no idea <laughs> where Bran went. You know, I'm going uh, to go now. Theon's like, where the fuck are you going, dude? Nowhere, nowhere helpful. Are you nowhere helpful? Are you leaving me hanging? I, like, I think they left us all hanging. I mean, yeah. I hope they have an explanation of where he actually went, what he was viewing. Where you know, I mean, like, where did his crows go? I mean, he flew off and he was gone for a while. If he knew all of this was going to happen, yeah. why do that? Yeah, I don't get it, but. Yeah, that that was that was kind of odd. But Theon, oh, Theon yeah. also went out as a hero. Um, you know, he 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 redeemed himself. Um, he needed he, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a very difficult life. <laughs> I mean, uh, he, he had a lot of questions a to nice answer. Guy. He was he was and he wasn't. I mean, he wanted to be, but I mean, yeah, he he was never accepted by his father. By his father, he was never accepted by the Stark children. You know, uh, but, you know, he, he went out defending his stepbrother, basically, and uh, he yeah. made a final charge knowing that he was going to be killed by the Night King. So Theon, you know, I mean, oh. I, he could have been on my top five if he was actually still alive. But as a, as, a, as a character, as an actor, he was probably one of the best actors in the series. He, he played a lot of roles. Yeah. I mean, from the first season, finding the direwolves and wanting to kill them and being a little punk kid mm-hmm. to... Uh, being a little punk know, bitch. <laughs> leaving, <laughs> leaving. I mean, unfortunately, having to leave and, and you know, be essentially rejected by his father and then rejected by his father again after being completely tortured nearly, nearly to death, but then killing or wanting to kill... I mean, he would have killed Bran... Mm-hmm. And the other one, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. If he had, if he had found them, uh-huh. um, or at least his men, at least, or his men would have killed him trying to take over winter. I mean, he just did some terrible things, mm-hmm. but then completely redeemed. Well, for the most part, redeemed himself with saving Sansa and guarding Bran with his men and giving him enough time for Arya to do her thing. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I, I like Theon. I mean, what he had to withstand with Ramsey. Oh my god. I mean hard to argue that anyone Yeah, he he became hasn't a, been redeemed after that. He became a respectable character at the end. I mean that was mind blowing what Ramsey did to him. Yeah. But I mean the, the whole the whole battle. I mean you know they they had um you know the battle scenes then it kind of slowed down, then more battle, then it kind of slowed down again. So there wasn't that sort of battle fatigue. Um it was I I thought it was really well executed all around. So I have a question for you, Frana, because I couldn't see shit. So, uh-huh. um, did Ned Stark come back to life? <laughs> no, well, Ned Stark, um, I think he was quartered into multiple pieces and sent out to different parts of Westeros. I think that was, I don't know who mentioned it. I think it was in one of the earlier seasons really? where he was beheaded and you know he was quartered and and so yeah, he didn't come back to life. Okay. So yeah, I don't, yeah. Okay. I I just don't understand how all the key characters, like you said. Uh, ben, you know they're all down in the crypt, and yet everybody's. But alive. maybe Lyanna Stark came back. Lyanna Stark was uh, Jon Snow's mother, and right. so she's down in the in the crypt. Yeah, I wonder if she came back to life. I mean, who knows? I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, it was a little strange for every single character that I mean that anyone really cares about. Jorah, come on. Uh, yeah, Jorah's I mean, well, we lost not a Jorah. We character. lost, you know, Theon. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
so yeah. so let's let's go move forward to not the Jamie, night king. Not Brienne, not, Ty, not Tyrion, not well, Sansa. Going forward, not John, who know, I mean, not, going forward, who knows? I mean, I guess they don't want to kill off a whole bunch of people. You know, going into the last. But the battle episodes. was the battle was amazing. I thought I it mean, was. A, yeah. It, had I been able to see most of it, it, it would have been <laughs> even more watch amazing. It on your tablet, Ben. Uh, but it was. I mean, it was. Re- I mean, and, and some of that was by design, right? I mean, Franny said they shot for like fifty-five days and fifty-five nights in in freezing temperatures out there. I mean, it was an amazing battle. Some of it was probably by design, so you didn't know what was happening. Uh, Samuel obviously should not be alive after just being yeah. covered with White Walkers, and somehow Come he's on. like, eh, eh, he's like Steve Smith out there, eh. <laughs> and somehow he figures out a way out of that. Well, someone else was killed because of him. Yeah, we lost. Yeah. Uh, what's the gentleman's name with was... the, the eye patch? I don't even know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was brought back six, seven times. I think it was yeah, like he had nine lives. <laughs> like, yeah. a cat. but but, but the... I mean, he went out also like a hero. But the Red Witch said that she brought him back be- so for that... this purpose. Yeah, and then you know she gave Arya the pep talk, and then Arya came back. And also, if you rewatch the episode, I'm not sure where Arya was hiding. Okay, that's where I was headed. But. White Walkers. Oh yeah, this is a good theory. I love this theory. They don't blink, Sonya. I know they I don't was... blink, and so uh, one of the last. Um... That's what I was going to go. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right, where I was going right, to right go. Right before they showed the death. Well, actually, before Arya he launches herself at you know the Night King, there is that one lieutenant or general, whatever, on the horse, who turns around. And he blinks. Yeah, and then you see her fly through the air. Was that her, or where was she hiding? Who knows? I don't know. But... Yeah, because I was going to ask you. I was going to say. I was going to ask. There's one of the the White Walkers that was on the horse, and he like looked over at the camera, and then he looked forward, and then she comes flying through, and then all of a sudden she's like, "Was that her? Who knows?" And I completely missed all of that. And she, well, she's a trained assassin. So I mean, and, and she's, uh, you know, she was trained as. Yeah, one of the faceless men, and yeah, well, wouldn't she maybe, need the face? She, maybe she would have she, to get the face. Well, right? she ran off. She ran off. Um, you know, after she got the pep talk from um, the witch, the red lady, whatever her name is, Melissa. Yeah, Andrew. yeah, yeah. Uh, and who knows whatever happened after that? Maybe she murdered one of them or killed one of them and came back as one of his generals. I don't know. I mean, this is that's pretty cool, yeah. though. I mean, that uh, she got there somehow. Yeah, uh, because uh, Viserion is that right? The, the other dragon was Viserin. was Viserin was Viserin, yeah. guarding the entrance to the wood, so she had to get past there somehow. John couldn't do it. That's mm-hmm. what he was. And I didn't even realize this at the time, but that's what John was trying to do was get past Viserin so he could get into the the wood to try to help Bran and Theon. But somehow Arya was able to get through there. Mm-hmm. And Franny's theory makes sense. Or, the only person that, that that the dragon would let through would be one of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sonia is uh, in deep thought over here yeah. about this. <laughs> I'm going to rewatch it tomorrow in slow mo. <laughs> I re- I rewatched it. It was. I mean, it's it's it was epic the first time. Epic the second time around. I mean, did, the, did you see new things the second time around that you didn't catch the first time? Uh, or did something become no, I, I just much enjoy, more clear? I just, I just enjoyed. I just enjoyed the episode because the first time watching it, I was worried of you know who's going to die. Yeah, now that yeah. you know, I was like, is Jamie going to die? Is is <laughs> Brienne going to die? Is Podrick going to die? You know, I mean, when when Daenerys fell off her dragon, I'm like, is is, is she going to die right yeah. here? Is John, you know, when the when the dead finally rose up again? Oh my god! 
is he going to die right there? So I knew they who was going him. to die. Yeah, well, I mean, he kind cocky. of fought them off, but then you know, Daenerys flew in, and 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 uh, with it, and, and um, uh, Drogon did not set him on fire. But I don't know; he's a Targaryen technically, so I don't know if he would burn. So right, you know, so yeah. I mean, the Night King was definitely cocky. Well, he, you he saw the Night King like, didn't I burn. Deal, I don't need to deal with yeah, John over not, here. He did not burn. Is he a Targaryen too? You know, I mean, who knows? <laughs> Does that mean he's not dead? Does that mean he's a target? Well, he did, he did but he was very cocky. He multiple was pieces. Very that cocky, smirk though. on his face. Yeah, he was very. Was cool. First, he let John go. Essentially, he just rose the you know he rose the dead up around him and then moved on, not mm-hmm. knowing you know sort of like because he's not going to kill his son. I don't <laughs> know if it's well. You know, I guess we won't know until the next three episodes. Because there's yeah. no way this is the end of the White Walkers. There's just no never way. Know. Never know. You just never know with with Game of Thrones. It's, I kind of hope it's going to come is. back and kill Cersei. <laughs> no, I want to see Jamie. I, kill I think Cersei. Jamie's going to kill. Cer- I mean, it's just it's poetic justice. There's no way Jamie is not the one that either kills her or sets in motion the events that are able to bring her down. Uh, even if he has to sacrifice himself to get her to bring her oh. down, he will be the but for factor in her death. Hopefully. That's why he's alive now. I mean, he's out there with one hand, and somehow he manages. <laughs> and somehow he manages to to escape literally hundreds of thousands of White Walkers coming over the wall. And then our condolences to Jorah, who was yeah. I know you liked yeah Danny's yeah, hero, yeah. and my favorite little part of the I was going to say the program of the <laughs> show of the episode was when Dragon came down and hugged Danny. Because they were both mourning the loss of Jorah, that killed me, and that's why he's my number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that was a pretty amazing scene. I mean, she falls off the dragon. Jorah's there to sort of pick up the pieces, but but at some point he's injured to the point where he cannot fight alone. And and Danny finally, something Sansa has not done yeah. thus far in She's the series, a picks up a sword and starts fighting and fighting yep. somewhat successfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not so successfully that, enough. Well, not successfully enough. But <laughs> he, was... Dora's like, he gets stabbed, and she's like, "I'll stab you after stabbing Dora." <laughs> but I mean, they were. That was. Ve- I mean, that was a very emotional. Uh, that was. Cool. That was an emotional scene. For that probably hit me in my heartstrings as as much as the Dothraki going out in the beginning. Um, what a great scene! She didn't uh, say "I love you" too, just to give him that little. I mean, but um, they were saying that he died in the friend zone. <laughs> 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 pretty much sad. pretty much but he was he was a little too old for her yeah but during those first <laughs> few seasons you know you didn't really know whether he was completely on her side i mean there was a, well, I mean, no, you he, knew that he, he was he, but you didn't know for sure he was sent out to spy on her but but he ended up you know falling in love with her and becoming her right hand man so yeah, I mean, and it's interesting. I mean, Sansa, de- you know, deals a little bit better with some things. Daenerys deals a little bit better with other things. Uh, so I think that we're in for some more clashes between those two characters. But, you know, I was listening to something today, and they brought up sort of the point, like, how would Sansa deal with Slaver's Bay and those types of situations that she was in that she ran into as she was making her way uh, towards Westeros? That you know, how would Sansa have been able to deal with those situations? So it's easy to say that Sansa's sort of got more experience, but she doesn't have experience in the type of things that Danny has experience in. Mm-hmm. Okay, but a great, great episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> All right, Friday. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben. I think we have the freeform. 
Uh, Are, yeah. Well, <laughs> we have a little, a little bit of free form. Uh, it's three pages. Folks. I think I think <laughs> I mentioned it earlier. I just wanted to give another shout out to Tyree Jackson from the University of Buffalo, signed with the Buffalo Bills last week. Uh, hope he's in for big things at Buffalo. You'll probably hear this again and again and again from me. And I brought this up a little bit during the picks, but uh, Will Greer. Uh, I don't think I talked about it last week from West Virginia getting picked up by Carolina. I think given Cam Newton's injury history, I think he might see some playing time, and I think you might be impressed by what you see from this kid. Uh, so that's it. Anybody else have any free form? Not really. Nope. I'm excited for tomorrow night. All right. I know. I'm so excited for Sunday's or now. tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, do we have anything left on the big board? We just have your the mailbag, mailbag you know? announcement. Yeah, just everybody uh, tweet us your questions, email us our qu- you know your questions at podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com. Uh, send them to us on Twitter, Instagram, and we are compiling all of our listener questions to answer probably on the, uh, a good chunk of one of our upcoming episodes, but we want to compile these all together so that we can answer them all at once. So please, please, please send us your questions. Franny, what's next up on the big board? I, I think we're all done, Ben. Yeah. I, I think it's your listener message oh, uh, for yes. the evening. We're and only going to bore you with this once tonight. I know. So I, actually, I think I forgot to bring this up on the big board earlier. Well, you know, I'm out of breath. I'll be out of breath then. I'm out of breath now. Uh, thank you so much for subscribing <laughs> no. and listening to our show. It really means the world to us. We are humbled that you like our show and encourage you to share our website, thirstinggold.buzzbrow.com, with all of your friends, relatives, anyone you think would also like the show. Uh, you can listen and subscribe. Please hit that subscribe button by searching for us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, CastBox, <laughs> Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Himalaya, or just about any available podcatcher. Please, please, please leave us a review or at least just click the number of stars you think are appropriate for our show. If you would like to leave us feedback or ask a question to be answered on the show, please email us at podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com. Again, that's podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at GoalThirst and on Instagram at Thirstand. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Say goodbye to our audience, Sonia. Goodbye to our audience. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for thank listening. You. Jim Beam. <laughs> Jim Beam is the winner again. <laughs> we failed him. <laughs> oh, we'll see you all next week. Mm-hmm.